You're tuned into Argoon Radio, brought to you by UTB Worldwide. Download our app, available in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's just a lifestyle. Don't trip. Is this how you're supposed to hold the pack with the thumb like that? I think so. But then you have your thumb being a drink. You got to hold the cup and put your thumb in. You can tell we took no editing class. Niggas want to murder. How you going to hold this? That's usually how I hold it. But some of the ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy Big Cali. Where are going? It's your boy Marshall. <laughs> and it's Argoon Radio, man. Hey, I don't ever know what order to when Kelly's not here. I don't know if Marshall goes second or I go second. I don't know. I always look up at him like <laughs> clockwise, counterclockwise. It's so funny looking at y'all. Oh, you'll be like, uh, now. <laughs> right now, right now. Nah, man. We feeling good, feeling great. As usual, another day. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Man, I'm sorry. This has been a long weekend. It's been crazy. Only the strong survive. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. Like, yeah. I recorded the two shows. I'm, I'm just going to just go. I've been going crazy. <laughs> yeah, how was your weekend? Yeah, shit. Your two weekends. <sighs> we had a my, break. My two weekends have been fucking power-packed and tight. The, I, I, I just been watching a lot of Disney+. Plus. <laughs> you, a lot ca- of, you, you cashed out? A lot of Disney Plus. They're going to charge me next week. The free trial's over. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty tight. I got my first weekend. It's pretty good. I've been watching Blank Check and Smart Guy every day. Have you have you, <laughs> have you you come across any Disney movies that you love, but now you, as you've grown up, you hate it now? Yeah. Like, I really, really used to like Xenon. That movie's whack. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah, I watched it. I was like, this acting's horrible. I was like, the storyline was cool. Halloween Town's amazing, but you didn't ask that. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Brink? I'm cool off of Brink. The older I got. I'm going to be real. I love Brink. Brink's one of my favorite as a child. Mm-hmm. Growing up, there's so many loopholes in this movie. It was just weird. Like, he was doing all that to make 200 a month. Like, it was weird. Like, he could have <laughs> just bet niggas at the skate park and probably made the same. It was a lot of shit. Like, I was I thinking you. about that was all fucked up about that movie, Brink. It's child labor, man. You can't pay a kid more than that. Bro, 90s. that's a lot of money. My nigga was paying them kids two hundred to win some trophy, three hundred, and he was making like ten bands off them a month. They were on the cover of magazines and shit. It was like child labor. I was the honestly worst. don't remember what the plot was to bring. It was the kid that was nice that was skating for like his soul, like their soul skaters. Team Puppin says, "Yeah, no, but that was when he." You see, you skipped all the way to the end of the movie. Right? Okay. You just went all the way. You went like, he's a high team. I know that one. That's all I remember. Yeah, so basically, he he skates for his fun, whatever, but his family ends up being broke. His daddy don't got a job for some shit. So he was like, all right, well, I got to help out. Mm-hmm. So then he goes to go try to be a sponsored skater, which is like against what he is. It's like how underground rappers don't want to like get signed because it's like, oh, yeah, doing it for the soul, like, <laughs> but I have to pay bills. Yeah, you <laughs> I don't know. So he had to go do his shit. So long story short, he ends up snaking his way, trying to be signed, uh-huh. but then like putting sunglasses on. That was like his disguise. 
but he was like trash. the nicest skater and he was like killing shit and then his friends found out and yeah because we tried to watch it. We had it on. We had it we on. But we weren't watching it. And you were trolling Kel for putting it on so yeah, much. I was. You were like, your little head always want to watch this shit. Fuck this movie. is weak. <laughs> but you try to say Little Mermaid was one of the top movies in Disney. It is. No, it's not. That movie's whatever, bro. You can't name yeah. five movies better than Little Mermaid. <sighs> okay. You ready? Yes. Lion King. Yes. Way better than Little Mermaid. For sure. I'm not arguing Wait, that. like, okay. Aladdin. Yes. Yeah. Um... Come on, Bixie. Come on, Bixie. Come on, Bixie. Come on, Bixie. Let me sip my coffee. Nah. <laughs> Little Mermaid. Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Better. Yeah. Okay. Um. That's three. Uh, um. <laughs> 101 Dalmatians. No. 101 Dalmatians is better. <laughs> I knew he was going to say one that wasn't going to hit. You know, know what is Oh, uh, Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Sorry. No. Jungle, Jungle Book is. Jungle Book is way better. You Jungle know Book better? as a movie is weak. Tarzan. I'm cool on Tarzan soon. Tarzan. I don't remember seeing. I don't. Re- I, I don't. I gotta skip Tarzan. I don't know how. Yeah. Tarzan was in that like Hercules, hun- Hunchback of Notre Dame like pack of movies I just didn't watch. <laughs> yeah, what's, like, what's, right Hunchback? Little... <laughs> what's Hunchback? What's Hunchback of Notre Dame? Hunchback. Okay. Little Mermaid came out around, right. around that same time. Yeah, I, I don't know. You still haven't. You just switched the subject. Hold What's on, the, man. Y'all now this thing is going. Right, on we'll phone. get back to that. We'll get back to that, man. <laughs> how, how was your weekends, man? Yeah. All right. Besides that, <laughs> Disney Plus. Uh, I've been prepping because, um, of course, Big Cali birthday weekend Ooh. is a month away. So we have to take off the whole month and, and save up five racks. Get ready because I got events coming up. Okay. The Saturday event is the ninety ten conference. We're bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Me and Sarah doing it, Productive Cultures. It's If you don't know about the 9010 conference, it's literally men, like men, women, panel discussions, open format. Yeah. It's going to have, and really, we're just going to be talking about millennial stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It ain't a place where people our age can go and, you know, chop it up, discuss things that they be talking about on the internet. And now we're going to bring it in real life. Like, what's up? Let's really discuss it and be adults. Yeah. While having bottomless mimosas and food pop up by Trinity Chef. Let's go. So it's going to be great. So get your tickets for that. Mm-hmm. And definitely also um, doing a private dinner Sunday at the little cannabis restaurant that's going to be lit. Where is that at? In LA. No, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the name of it? Oh, Lowell, 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 Lowell Cafe. Okay. Yeah, so we go. Thank you. Appreciate it. Lowell Cafe. Shout y'all out. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to go there and see what's up. Okay. And then, uh, of course, for the murder, for me, <laughs> Christmas night. Okay. S Bar. Yes. Lit. Doing it for the murder, man. That's my birthday slash Christmas party on Christmas night, uh-huh. and we're doing. I'm doing a collab with uh, the ta- town task force. Your boy, hey. The way you gonna get into the party? You gotta bring. What you say you gonna bring? Um, break it down. What bring do socks. People need socks. Bring toiletries like toothbrushes, tissue, hand sanitizer. That's you dope. Know, yeah. You know, bring that, you, and you that's know. the only way you get in. So you get in. That's it. Bring if you don't bring that, then you're gonna get charged at the door because you're just you didn't want to stop at the store and just grab some, some socks you, or quit. Or you didn't want to be in the in crowd and like ask anybody what was the protocol for the party. Yeah, I'm a, we so gonna it, have a flyer. We gonna have a oh, it's gonna flyer. be a flyer. Yeah. It's gonna be everything. We but you know, how some people act like they don't be on the internet. And like, I didn't even hear about it. Oh, you know? I didn't know. I yeah. just knew it was gonna be yeah. cracking. <laughs> could have brought a toothbrush. Like, you couldn't come up with a toothbrush. A toothbrush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, man. Hey, if you don't come up with a toothbrush, I'm roasting you. I think we should take a picture. I should be able to roast you on the mic. Yes, legally. I might bring a toothbrush. 
<laughs> all right, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, besides that, um, just getting that all prepped. And uh, I noticed I had a gray hair in my beard. It's a dark moment in my life. I don't know. Hey man, about to start giving that a uh, LeBron Kevin yeah. Kevin Hart treatment. It's just I had like one like long gray strain of hair. I was like, what is this? Is this stress? I'm not really stressing much. So your Beijing ain't been working. I, I ain't never had no fucking Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> I had no fucking Beijing, all right? <laughs> Fuck you in them locks, all right? <laughs> I got like I got like ten gray hairs. You do? Yeah. But you you're like a CEO of a fucking company, you got a bunch of shit. I I mean I'm just doing the I'm chilling. Like you I can't, I have my hairline. I, I can't have it all, baby. You know, <laughs> yeah, my it, hairline gone. It's been gone. It's for sure gone. I just bought I'm being, I'm doing the Steve Harvey <laughs> forever. <laughs> Pre after wig. The aftermath. <laughs> That's funny. All right, man. But besides that, man, uh how's your past couple weeks been stream oh man very fruitful very drunk very <laughs> fruitful and yeah, very man. drunk um i was I, you know how i like lean but i don't really drink it i drink it like once a year i yeah you you fuck with it but you yeah, don't fuck with it I but just, you fuck with it it's like pork ribs it's like pork <laughs> it tastes too good there's something wrong with like how good it tastes it's for crazy. people that don't know you just threw it out there. Promethazine and uh, a soda of your choice. Yes, of your choice. And a lot of ice. And it's very delicious. It, it is. It tastes like a popsicle. Yes, Super it does. It's like a melted popsicle. And I have like, I don't have usually. But don't do it, kids. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about all types of drugs in here. I man. know. We, I been talking about so much shit. <laughs> but I don't have the best sleeps like Big C be having. So like when I drink green, <laughs> I be knocked out. You don't get that eight hour slumber? All nah, blackout? I no, get, no I dreams? get like... I get for like four hours, 45 minutes of straight knockout. That's fucking trash. And everything else is like, kind of like drifted off. Yeah. I'm trying to get that coach trying to sleep. sleep. Yeah, I'm trying to get that Kale sleep too. That Kale sleep. He, that, he sleeps for nine hours straight. Little ass head. But, um, oh yeah, that party we went to, man, at that rooftop. Oh yeah. Hey. That shit was lit. First of all, shout out. Shout out Sarah. Yeah. We were with me and Reem, got to do a special edition of her cooking show breaking bread with hannah uh-huh. and we ate some flame you'll see it come out i don't know if it's gonna be out by the time this comes out but yeah. either way check it out there's this dude that came in while we was filming yeah and he had a like one of those hotel dollies of like 536 block crazy modelos what? like 20 bottles he just casually came in like oh my bad you know um but i'm having like a birthday party later it's gonna be like cameramen it's gonna be djs and whatever it's gonna be females like you guys <laughs> yeah. are welcome to stay now how casual he said it i was like we gotta stay. <laughs> he just said that too cool, and right. we and we stay after, and it was like a super cracking, just like rooftop pool lounge party. And literally, now mind you, this is November. Yeah. This is happening. It's forty degrees, fifty degrees, sixty degrees everywhere else in America. Except Southern California. Except yeah. Southern California. You're right. Where I had to take off the hoodie. I'm in a white tee, <laughs> yeah. hanging out. Chilling, and it was, they had a uh, a magician. Yep. Did I say it correctly? Yes. I always mess up that word. They had mm-hmm. walking around doing trickery. Yeah. He always like, hey, can you make a dollar turn into twenty dollars? He said, I can make a dollar turn into a. I can make a dollar turn. I make a twenty dollars turn into a dollar. I was like, no, you can't. Big C, foolish, drunk, <laughs> drunk. Big C, having got gave him a twenty dollar bill. He took it in front of me, folded it, and was like. And unfolded it, and it was a dollar. Yep. And I was like, where's the 20? He was like... So basically, he stole $20. He jacked me for the the dub. (laughs) And you know what's even deeper about it? The nigga walked away, and it came back with a dollar before he did the trick. I know that's what he did, because he walked away. No, he didn't. 
I thought he walked away. He <laughs> was a real magician. Yeah. <laughs> he sat right in that same spot. I don't know, I don't know what he did, but he, he jacked Big C for sure. I seen that. Oh, um, um, Moonlight pulled up. Oh, yeah. Shout out Moonlight. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. The twins came so, up there. Got to talk to them and, uh, you know, put them on the list for, the YouTube, for some UTB shit. They were pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Definitely. Uh, there was you. a lot of Johns there. Beautiful. Beautiful brown skin, yep. all colors of the spectrum. It was beautiful. It was like a, it was just it was like a like a big box of crayons in there. Everybody looked beautiful. <laughs> it was great. It was. I was happy. Yes, and I've been going to a lot of parties. Lucky every weekend. King of the fu- hey ring. Yeah. Last night we went to a friendsgiving with some homies, mm-hmm. and I discovered that Reem's anatomy and science. No homo. This nigga, I had to say no homo because it's gonna be some anatomy nigga. What that mean? <laughs> Look, that's funny. So this nigga ring weighs one hundred twenty. One hundred twenty-four pounds. One hundred twenty-four pounds. Okay. Yeah. We went in there. The average size, no cap, not not making fun, but the average size of the woman, female there was about probably a little bit less than ring or a little bit more than ring. Yeah. In that he was in that same weight class. Yeah. Everyone there was drunk and having a great time. Blackout, though. Like, two steps away from just going to sleep. <laughs> Reem was drinking with the big dogs all night, smoking as much as me. It's not... I don't get you, bro. I went to... Like, I don't understand how legally you can walk around. Like, what, how do you feel? I feel... Do you feel drunk? It's, it's, <laughs> like, no, I don't. I've gotten to a point, Big C, to where it's just like, when I get in that mode... You just, can't, you just can't stop me. You can't there's stop the ne- dog? There's nothing that can stop the dog. Nothing, <laughs> the dog is just off the leash. Why well, I'm stop be like that? <laughs> <laughs> you are 100% right, dude. I don't, it, I, and Marshall said it in the car, like, especially because I probably went to Arizona State, that's like probably a big part, man. I'm just right. like, I was functioning four days a week. Every single week. When was the last time you been blackout drunk where it got bad? Like, it was okay, I did. I did a little too much. Like, my okay. birthday, uh, my thirtieth birthday. Really? Yeah, I, that was one of my saddest. <laughs> threw up, threw up next to my bed. Good night. <laughs> yeah, woke up and just like looked over, like, see, see, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't shit. I feel you. That was man. my last time, though. I feel, you, I feel yeah. you, man. So, what function did you say you've been going to? What up? Besides, uh, like, what's, what's the what's been the lineups coming up or what we got what functions we got coming up we looking forward to I usually just play it week by week to be honest with you like the niggas will hit me up throughout the week I'll kind of like scale it out and then I'll be like yeah let's let's do it but I went to <laughs> we went to a, a party at the Lash on Thursday me CJ and Demore how was that it's pretty lit it's a spot that we had been before and I have my new little like scent you know what I'm saying so hey yo <laughs> this nigga ring is conjuring up some kind of love oh, potion yeah. Or something. I don't know what I'm going to... I don't know what... I See, I'm going to call it... See, I'm already trying to play, be a part of this. Yeah. Right. I don't know what we going to do and how we <laughs> belong, how we going to package it together. <laughs> this nigga, though, everybody that smells this shit goes crazy. John's been going wild. They've been bugging out, man. I ain't going to lie, man. I, I I I know I'm very keen with aesthetics and, like, scents and, like, the yeah. whole thing, but now I know I really got it, bro. These Johns, CJ was like Reem This is when CJ pulled Like a, a bunch of Johns At this party with these Like this is it man You, you, you did it <laughs> I remember when we uh, Were at the homegirl house And you put it on And then she was like Let me smell it And then they were just like Grab me your arm Like you were like a mannequin Or something Yeah man Let me smell it It's the real ass commercial yep. Yeah it was really The ass commercial bro <laughs> Yep exactly like that So yeah man So And gonna- yeah man Working 
Swerging? Yeah, had to, uh, just, you know, doing um doing uh, a lot of talks with the label, just going back over what designs we're going to come out with for uh, Cushion OJ, uh, 10-year collab, you know? How we want it presented, how but, we want it done. And that shark hoodie still available? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it, it, it most definitely is. Telegame.com. Telegame.com. <laughs> Click on shop and go to Wizards Picks and slide it, scroll the you little thing see down. That thing. You, it's there. It's there. <laughs> yeah, everybody sure. here got one at this table. I for sure got one. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall, how's your past couple weeks been, play? It's, it's been eventful. I done did a lot, a lot of essays. Tired of writing and reading. I remember I called Damn. you. You were like, hey, I'm in the library. So I'm like, this nigga Marshall is really doing this school shit, shit crazy, bro. Man. Like, 100%. He's in. But no, I, I, went to, uh, I went to the Clippers game to see Vince Carter, man. This nigga didn't even play. Damn. But the Clippers put up Load 150. No, nah, he's just missing. Like, he ain't played like six games. Oh, so, okay, okay. I was like, all right, that's, that's understandable. Yeah. Kawhi was on load management. So he didn't play, but these niggas put up 150, bro, on the Hawks. It was Damn. crazy. Wait, you were there at that game? 150? Yeah, 150. Like, I said Dallas. 150 points. <laughs> and they scored 43 in the first quarter, and I was like, oh, they're about to score like 130 easily. Damn. And they scored 150, like effortlessly. Like, it was crazy. Was Trey Young killing? He didn't really kill, but he's just so. He's so nice. Like, yeah. just the stuff he was doing, it was just like, damn, this nigga's really nice. Like, yeah. He scored like, no, he killed. He scored like 22. But it's just like when you lose one fifty to a hundred, it's like one hundred fifty points being scored in a game crazy. by one team. Is I've crazy. never even seen that much in like any game. Paul George scored like forty. I seen a couple one fifty. That was his second game back. Maybe the All Star game. Nah, like Rockets done that a couple of times. Yeah, like, Warriors, Warriors did it. done it. Yeah, damn. But it was yeah, it was really crazy to see that. Mm-hmm. And then um, I went to Sunday service. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> yes, Marshall texted yes. us and said. I went to Sunday service talking about it on the podcast. I was like, bet. Let me know you walk into Sunday service. First off, how was the ticket process of getting it? Was it crazy? No, it wasn't that bad. My sister's got the, my sister got the ticket, so shout out to her. Okay. She got the tickets for us. And um, we went. <laughs> and I had to drop a ball for that. <laughs> it was crazy. That was a funny ball. <laughs> it was crazy because, like, you go... And it's like going to a regular concert almost. Like it's packed. It's at the forum. It's all type of people trying to get in and stuff. Uh-huh. Then you get out. To, like, you get out and you see like the demographic of people. And it's like, hmm, this is interesting because it's like you got young people who really just came for like a concert. Mm-hmm. You got old people who just really came like I guess to see what was going on. You got <laughs> yeah. up, like, like they was at church. Like it was. It was. It was people dressed up like going to church. Yeah, like it was like people who were really dressed up. Like families was there? Yeah, like families. Like I've really That's seen like crazy. grandparents to children, like real families pulling up for this. And this is Kanye's Sunday service, and then they did it at the forum. At the forum. Shit. And like it was packed, bro. Like every seat was really full. like every seat was full. Like it so, was crazy. What, were they playing like church music in the background while y'all was like waiting for it to start? Um, he had like some acoustic people. He had like it was like three acoustic acts like singing songs, and then um. He had a pastor come out, and before he came out, so that was interesting. Cause I, I really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. He had the pastor come out, then he came out, they performed. Uh, <laughs> How it, was that? <laughs> it was cool. It was interesting. Because, it was interesting. like, <laughs> he did so many remixes. Yeah. Like, of songs where he just turned them into, like, Christian yeah, songs. Yeah, I know he did the Destiny Child one where he, he did. He did, like, Dust in the Wind. Damn. That was crazy. That was actually a really good song. He did New Level by ASAP Ferg. That was comedy. 
That song was super common. <laughs> I'm on tricky. a new level. They were, <laughs> I'm on a new level. For God. <laughs> nah, they said like they bought a new shovel, put the devil in the dirt. <laughs> it was common. <laughs> That's lit. I had to remember that. It was too funny. Like, I ain't gonna but, say nothing. Thank you, Lord. Nah, it was, <laughs> it's Sunday, BC. Listen, it's Sunday. <laughs> I will say though, like it was it felt a lot more genuine than like at some churches I've been to. Damn. Like it was like I can honestly say, like, mm. he's on something different right now. Like, I so see, it's real. I wanted to say it was real. I seen that Joel Austin. <laughs> That's video. what we get to. Is, nah, is it real? It's genuine. Like everyone, like he has real pastors, like with mega tra- like real, like legit pastors. Like, yeah, one did like four sermons in Atlanta, and then flew to LA and did Kanye's like right after. So like, and the music was great. Like people, they did an altar call. Like people was really getting saved. Like, damn. So people was giving their life to the Lord yeah. in the forum. In the forum <laughs> at Sunday service. So, so, um, it was I, crazy. I, I, don't, I don't know where this question. <laughs> we got to, we got to word this so careful. So like, listen, <laughs> careful. I still think, I still think it may be a decoy. It's some Thank type you. of decoy Thank in you, there. Marshall. Thank but you, Marshall. Thank it's, you. look, it might be a few. One decoy, yeah. it might really be trying to save lives. Yeah. Because you think about it, if it's 17,000 people in there, a lot of them ain't probably been to church before, not even the, like generalized people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A lot of people probably never been to church before, never been in that position even be saved or like ask those type of questions like mm-hmm. and be in that environment so that could be something like he's really trying to bring people to church that's that's a positive that could be one <coughs> two he might he told us he was trying to open up a church in Calabasas he said it like he was like I'm trying to open up a church <coughs> trying to run it up mm-hmm. then this is when I felt it was this is when it got fishy when he went on Joel Osteen <laughs> yes. that yeah. was like he was saying some crazy stuff. He like, was. And it was just like, dang, like, I want to believe you in this. Yeah. For, you know, really in this for Jesus. Yeah. But you're saying <laughs> stuff where it's like. It's a little fishy, right? It's a little fishy, it's a little, man. Little like Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> like, he still, like, it still feels really egotistical. And, like, we talked about it. And, like, he might still be in that phase. He said he just recently got saved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he might still be in that phase where he's, like, really excited about. Giving his life to God and that's yeah. that's possible, but let me let me let me let, here, let's look at it from this perspective. Yeah. We've all been to a church in our life. Yes. When you think of the pastor of a church, just the figure of yeah. a pastor, what isn't the figure? It can get very Kanye-ish. You're the leader of people mm-hmm. who are coming to you to hear your word. Mm-hmm. You, you got to entertain them. Keep them motivated. Keep them happy. Keep them coming in. It's if you're not if it's not used in the right hands. Yeah. You, what's the difference between a bad pastor and a and a good rapper or entertainer? No difference. You have good music when you walk in. Yeah. And feel good. You pay your little fee and then you go home. Yeah. It's just like going to a show. And that was something. Oh, else. So it could be a show. Or if it's a real church, he has mega churches that is going to be. It's going to be like a pop up mega church. Yeah. Which is something that. It has happened, and it's been done before, and that's how a lot of people old in the Bible did ministry. Like they just went from city to city to city and took over. Mm-hmm. And like Billy Graham did, a lot of pastors have done this. Yeah, but if Kanye West is doing this, and at any point it goes south, everything he did would just be like, so, so 
It'll just be for shit. This is It'll my just last all theory. Mm-hmm. Is he's really gonna run for president in 2024 and he's hitting that whole Bible Belt sector. Yeah. Which is and Kim Kardashian is freeing black people we left and right. So she's a lawyer now. Yeah, she's, she's a quali- lawyer. She's a very qualified. And did you see that suit? First lady. That was a power suit she wore to Joel Osteen's church. If I had to take a bet, <laughs> I would go for, with that last one. That last one for, <laughs> for, sure. the, for the minus one ten. <laughs> 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 so, I'll so Rudy, you don't think you don't think it's legit? You think it's you think it's another decoy? It's just the most, it's the best decoy he's ever used. It's it is all based on his next move. Yeah, that's what it's going to come down to. His that's next move, we'll see what the real deal. I is. I feel like it's going to take like two years to see if this is a real decoy. Yeah, like we just got to see where he goes next. Yeah, <laughs> MC Hammer did it. Yeah, he did. And but Kanye is not preaching. He's more like a big choir director. Mm-hmm. So he's not preaching. No, he's not preaching. It's like more like he's like traveling with his choir and he's giving a testimony. Mm-hmm. He's not like he. That's why he was. He was saying he wanted see to open how, up a right, church. You see how it, it's literally that fine line, so he can always go back, and now he can just have the mega church, and he can be on tour, and I can see it just yeah, another stream of income. That's what he's going to do. I just see it as another stream of income. He's going to open that could up, possibly happen, or it could be legit, and he's about to revolutionize the Christian faith. Yeah, because he's yeah. going to be the biggest figure. <laughs> And that's like, do you exactly? That's like, that's like, if you want to be the biggest one, if that's all you ever wanted to do, you use religion. Yeah, it's sick, but it's like that's that's the one card and everyone's scared to use. Do like, you do you agree with what he said when he said he's easily the best artist of all time? That God created. <laughs> yeah, that God created. He said that in church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Not when there's artists like John Coltrane and Miles Davis. Yeah. There's there's artists like, you know, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. There's artists like Snoop. Mm-hmm. Madlib. Yeah, you know, Jay Dilla. Shout out Nick D's. <laughs> no, Kanye is a great artist, but it's just very... You're still... not easily... That easily word pissed me off. Yeah, that means... You too. can say I'm the yeah. best artist. Yeah. Like, all right, you're just confident. You are. Yeah. I can't, but easily, like, bro, calm down, bro. Yeah, of calm all down. time, too. Of all... <sighs> say, I, I, I will accept Kanye saying this if everything just goes, you know, goes, goes, goes how it's going. Yeah. When he's 70. I can accept that. He's easily the greatest artist of all time. Yeah. But I'm not accepting that at 40. 40. Nah, bro. Easily. We still got some more work to do to be easily of all time. Like, that's crazy. So, question, Marshall. Yeah. Was there alcohol served at the forum? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what, look, listen, I'm that's where my trolling started. Because I, tro- I was trolling my sisters the whole time. <laughs> I was like, this isn't, this isn't going to be like church, whatever. So, I get out the car. I see people dressed up. I'm like, hmm. Okay, this might be a little more churchy than I anticipated. Yeah. And we go in, and it's like, I'm walking. I see the little Bud Light things at the phone. Like, it's beer here. They're not. It's not church. Yeah. But, uh, they had hey, hard alcohol in beer? It was just beer, I think. I didn't see okay. anybody with the... The homegirl said she went. She had a margarita. <laughs> what he's on right now is he's really trying to... <laughs> it's no funny. Cap, no cap. Bro, it was somebody in front of us with a beer hanging in their mouth like, <laughs> I will not lie to you, bro. I promise you. <laughs> she really had a beer hanging in her mouth. Praising the Lord. Praising the Lord. But if you go to a lot of Catholic churches and you do communion, they use for show sure use real wine. Yeah. Because I did it at St. Patrick's but a couple of times. I'm not even Catholic. I just wanted to see what was up. They mm-hmm. really like what he's really trying to preach right now to everybody is like on some come as you are. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Like he's like, look at me. I got saved. 
I feel, and that's why so, it's genuinely great. Yeah. Like, if he's doing it right, I I support it 110%. But literally, I don't want to be a fool if it all's like, oh, come So, if he runs for president. I'm voting for him. In uh, he's not getting my vote. If this, if this is legit, if this is legit, why not? We got Trump. He can't do any worse than Trump. I don't like that theory. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where America's fucked up at. Because yeah, now it's like, worse than him. it's like, uh-uh. we know our worst case scenario. So I'm okay with anything from that. We never knew our, wor- our worst case scenario used to be George Bush. Yeah. George Bush is clear. I think Trump, anyway, we're going to talk about Trump getting impeached too. He's about to get out, but it really don't matter anyway because the term's over. Anyway, that's, oh, that's, that's us talking about it. That's politics. <laughs> All right, there it is. There, there's the people. We did it, guys. All right, we talked about Trump getting impeached. He's gone, yeah. but he's going to be here for another year. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and then the term's over, then we're going to vote for another president. So. Yep. Shout so, out Yang Gang. So you're going to vote for Kanye in 2024. <laughs> We'll that talk about we'll talk about, okay. we'll talk about this in 2023. We'll talk about this. Okay, cool. But The Rock saying he's trying to run for president. Too. Oh, I'm voting for The Rock before Kanye. You already said you're voting for Kanye. So I didn't know The Rock was running. If The Rock and Kanye <laughs> both run in 2024, if The Rock and Kanye run, this is it's gonna be the world. It's too good. I want, it's too good to be true. One of them is Antichrist, and it's gonna be over. Shaq one of them is gonna do it. I want Shaq to run. If Shaq runs, I'm for sure. <laughs> hey, <old> America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm voting for Shaq, bro. I'm voting for Diesel. <laughs> Diesel Twin <laughs> Oh man. So but Marshall, I'm glad you went because I wanted to go, but yeah. I, I will say didn't. this. I think everyone should go. That's tight. Everyone should Did you feel did you feel good leaving? Did you feel like you went to church? Did you feel like yeah. you got closer to a Holy Spirit of some sort? Or was it just uh that was good music? It was tight. No, nah, like I won't. You like, felt I felt the like, spirit. I, yeah, you like you're you're a knowledgeable person. Yeah, like no, nah, like it's like you feel it. Like it's people really in there worshiping, bro. Like the I'm whole fit. time. I'm with and that. It's like you got other people who are still like in there, like really enjoying it, like a concert. But mm-hmm. like, where else are you gonna find that at? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> where else can I pull up to a church and it's like a dope concert with my favorite artist, and I'm actually getting closer to the Lord? Like it was people no really way. in there, like. He might be on to something. He might be trying to start like a new church. Or it's the biggest Kanye decoy of all times. We won't and know. And Kris Jenner is amazing. I'm going to have to take and she the- might have to get a, like a medal of honor for this. I'm going to have to take the, the yeah. over on that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I kind of cut you off. Nah, Anything you else good. been going on besides Sunday service? Are you been good? I've been straight, man. Just- Figuring shit out. Well, we gonna get this part. together for my birthday, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to work with you on this. Yeah, man. man. We about this. It's gonna be beautiful. Cause I've been man. doing, I've been doing my party at the S Bar for the past few years. Yeah. But it's like I want to give back to Marina Valley too. Yeah. In some way, and I, I'm not, I'm not rich enough just to be out here cutting checks. So we gonna have to figure this out together. I see. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we gonna figure that. But uh, something else I want to bring up besides Trump getting impeached, but it really doesn't matter because mm-hmm. he's over anyway. Mm-hmm. Joker two is coming out. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's it's confirmed. Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix, um, Todd Phillips, Todd Phillips, and Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> I said Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> I don't know what I just said before that. Whoa, yeah, they're they're confirmed because it was the most like they made the biggest flip ever for that kind of movie with that kind of budget. Mm. How y'all feel? Like, did you even watch Joker one yet? I haven't seen it yet. Still. I think it's I, I just missed the wave. You missed it, so I'm gonna have to watch it at your crib in like a month. Yeah, I'm, I'm for sure gonna have it. Yeah, and I gotta get Once Upon a Time in Hollywood too. I still haven't seen that. I want to watch that too. Yeah, have you seen that yet? 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie. I'm about to do that. So yeah, Joker 2 is for sure coming out. And definitely, what else is good? Oh, wait, is this in sports? Nah. Do I want to talk about Thanksgiving? I think Thanksgiving will be out by the time. You have to, yeah. All right. Well, we have to talk about. I just know. I just know that I'm. I don't want to eat pumpkin pie ever, <laughs> and that's it. I just want to make that known. <laughs> pumpkin pie is trash in every way, shape, or form. It's not like sweet potato pie. It it's is. not good with whipped cream. It's not good hot. It's not good cold. Yeah, it's whatever. I agree. I will eat pumpkin pie if I'm starving, and that's it. Yeah. If it's a cherry pie next to it, I might eat the cherry You're pie. You're sick. You know, you know what? Okay, I'm, I'm capping. I'm capping. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you because uh, I always troll Kel. Me and Kel have been friends for 20 years. And he always has talked about how trash Thanksgiving food was. But the older I've gotten, I low-key don't really fuck with it. Yeah. Like, I'm realizing that. <laughs> what is things? Okay. Turkey. Uh-huh. Stuffing. Uh-huh. Yams. Greens. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Cornbread, mashed potatoes, and mashed potatoes cultures. and gravy. And if you think about it, you get most that's of that. That's low-key a very, like, it's cool. You get most of that year-round other than, like, dressing and probably ham. I hate dressing. And I'm done with ham. I hate it. Just Can a slice real? of ham, I'm cool on that. No one ever finishes a ham. <laughs> cool. No one. <laughs> Have you ever just seen a finished ham? <laughs> no. Ham is the only thing that goes bad. <laughs> yep. Niggas start making omelets and <laughs> ham a la carte, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I hate ham a la carte. <laughs> It's, it'd be oh the it'd be God. the biggest piece biggest in the bag thing. in yeah. the refrigerator, and then it leaves like that juicy, goopy like substance that looks like fat but yeah. weird jelly. We just make beans with it, just throw it in the pot. I accept I that. Two days, out, we don't even give it like a week. I'm it's cool quick. on Thanksgiving food. Yeah, I was really thinking in my head like, how could people spice up Thanksgiving? Like, just I'm gonna be real. This like, I that's why I have Trinity Chef cooking my Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. And I, I hired him for catering because we have a fry. I want turkey, of course, but he's doing wings. I like wings. We have like he's going to do a bunch of turkey 200, wings? No. Oh. oh, my God. Why didn't I fucking think of that? I should have him do turkey wings next year. No, turkey wings are b- too big. But I'm saying if he fries them, that would be fucking But they're huge. so big. They're like this big. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker's yeah. right. <laughs> 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 this. They're so big. He's just goddamn stizzy. I'm like, yeah, it could happen. <laughs> 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 thousand wings. <laughs> thousand wings. <laughs> I had a turkey wing. Nah, but um, I had him doing like 200 wings. Just different flavors. Mm-hmm. Literally doing that and then the macaroni and cheese. But then he's putting short ribs in the, in the, in the mac mm. and cheese. Yup. And then there's yams and a bunch of dessert and shit. But besides that, that's it. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really like... Peach cobbler or sweet potato pie either, bro. Yeah. I love peach cobbler. Yeah, peach cobbler I'm not going to let you just cap on peach cobbler, bro. Sweet I had potato. to like... I don't like it. Sweet potato pie is just so hit or miss. Yeah. I've had the weakest sweet potato pies in my Same. life, though. I've like striked out, but then I've like hit gold. I like Patty's pies. Come clean. Patty's what is, pies what cool. is that? Patty's pies? Patty LaBelle. Patty LaBelle sweet potato uh, pies at Walmart for that book. like banana pudding. Fucking, she got all type of shit. Oh, uh, how's her banana pudding? I mean, not bread pudding. Oh, bread pudding? pudding? Yeah. Is it fire? It was cool. See, uh, I ain't never had that the shit. The bread pudding. She I, got a few different pies. I don't like... Cobbler. I'm low-key don't like anything from Thanksgiving. <laughs> you still <laughs> say that. The greens might be my all favorite right, thing. Right, so, I don't Rain, know. if you're going to make Thanksgiving dinner for your family, what are you? would you cook for Thanksgiving? I'm going to be on the barbecue probably. <laughs> you going to make some ribs? <laughs> nah, I'll have probably like some shrimp, crab legs, have lobster a little, tail. A little fish fry. Fish fry, yeah, steak, just like a whole bunch of more like Fourth of July, 
Just a whole bunch of good food that everybody yeah. likes. Everybody likes. Yeah. Everybody likes turkey. <laughs> no, everybody Turkey's, doesn't like turkey. Yeah, I like. I it's, like turkey. Turkey is hit or miss too, man. It might be. Dry. But I had the weakest. Hey, we were talking about this. You're roasting me because I didn't want a chicken breast yesterday. Yeah. And I, I think turkey breast is probably the worst. It is. <laughs> turkey breast is probably the driest. Yes. Hey, yes. turkey breast is dry even if it's juicy. Even if it's a tender meat, it's, it's, it's going to be parts dry. of the turkey that's weak. Yep. That yeah. no one wants. That, that's the piece that goes bad. It's just too big of a damn bird. It's just big ass bird. You're cooking it all the same in the same thing. It's like it's just too damn big. <laughs> that turkey titty trash. <laughs> big ass bird. Big that's ass turkey comedy. titty. I'm cool. I'm straight. <laughs> I hate turkey titty. Hey, I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. He hates turkey titty. I hate that term, but I, <laughs> I agree with you. Hey, but turkey thigh? That dark ass big oh the drumsticks. I can't wait till Thanksgiving, bro. It's gonna be fire. Yeah, drumsticks is But cool. you know what sucks? I feel that's like cool. a fucking caveman without yep. you. And I think that's what I like about him. Walk around <laughs> big ass piece of meat. <laughs> you know what sucks though? Is not sucks. It's a good thing. What? Because, you know, of my recent change in life, you know, weight loss with surgery and all that stuff. As much as I'm talking all this shit about, oh y'all can't wait to eat, can't wait to eat. I'm literally gonna eat like a, a scoop of everything. Mm-hmm. Probably a bite of turkey, and then I'm gonna be full like I ate like as much as I ate last year. Yeah. And then I'm gonna have to do it again every three hours just to finish my one plate. Yep. Yep. This is gonna be an interesting Thanksgiving. <laughs> the adjustments. We're about to see. We're about to see what you're making. And of. I can't even eat everything. I'm gonna have to like you know. Huh, turkey shit is pretty good you're though. Be drinking too. And I'm gonna be drunk. Yes. It's gonna happen. That's my favorite part of Thanksgiving. I'm playing dominoes. I'm about to whoop Remas and dominoes. Come on, man. Yeah, man. It's gonna oh, be great. All right, I got a question. Kevin. <laughs> this is a, a really only a Christmas and Thanksgiving thing. Y'all drink eggnog? No. <laughs> no, actually. Okay, no. Last time I drank eggnog, I was with Reem when we went to uh, the, the Shotty's Cribs and we got the eggnog and Hennessy like two years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the last time I ever drank eggnog. I just don't like the consistency. Of First of all, I don't like that much dairy. I hate dairy. And I hate yeah. how that, that shit make your throat feel like you be talking <laughs> It's yeah, like thick. It's, it's like just, drinking a milkshake all night. It's just too hot thick. One. A hot all night milkshake <laughs> that gets you drunk. Ew. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> no, nah, that shit is bad, bro. Oh, oh man. yeah. I don't fuck with it. <sighs> I'm cool. So, so fuck Thanksgiving food. <laughs> yes. In conclusion. In conclusion. It's only once a year. It's not that bad. <sighs> Sports talk with Coach Momo. Assistant mm-hmm. Coach Momo, your boy. Let's go. Let's get it. It's a lot going on in the world of sports, man. Mm-hmm. Lakers, the best team in the NBA. We starting off. We coming out hot, baby. Lakers. I don't want to hear shit about these bitch ass Clipper fans either. <laughs> that weak ass five loss record. Yeah, you don't give a man. fuck about that hundred fifty point win either. Hey, don't say nothing until it gets All Star break, basically. You're right. Don't I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Break. I'm sorry. We're humble. We're just happy to be playing the basketball. <laughs> there you go. And I'm glad go. we're gelling as a team. Mm-hmm. Yep, we look good, man. We look real good. Hey, Dwight Howard's the happiest person in Southern California right now. I ain't seen that nigga this happy since ever. I feel you. He he's, forgot all seven of his baby mamas. He just love everybody right he's now. He's redeeming himself, man. <laughs> he is. I was on some like real ass like Dwight Howard hate campaign for a cool minute. I'm mm-hmm. on record cussing Dwight Howard out. So You are. <laughs> yeah. He's back in good so graces Dwight. with me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck up. And, uh, <laughs> Zach Levine, did y'all see what he did last night? Hey, yeah. nah, I was reading about that. Yeah. Man, that was probably one of the greatest plays in basketball I think I've ever seen. Well, break it down. What happened? So, like, well, first of all, he scored 49 points. He was 13 for 17 from the three-point line. God 
So the this second, nigga shot 17 free throws in the game. Three pointers, bro. Three pointers. He was 13. Oh, three pointers. Yeah. I made free throws. He made 13 three pointers. He was hot and like, so they're down by five mm-hmm. with 10 seconds left. They hit a three. The Hornets don't have any timeouts. They t- they take the ball out. They like triple team dude. Zach Levine gets the ball. He runs around the baseline. Does a fadeaway three. Cashes it. It's, it's like .8 seconds left. Damn. And they won. They hit two threes within five seconds and won the game. Some yep. Reggie Miller shit? Yeah. Yeah. It Just was like crazy. Uh, who else did that? Tracy McGrady, right? He No, he scored 13 in 33 seconds. Yeah. That's the craziest thing ever. <laughs> That's, That's the most ridiculous yeah. thing ever. It was just a crazy. But wasn't he? Didn't he like get benched or something the game before? Yeah, or get him and the out? coach. Him and the coach have trust issues right now. Damn. <laughs> he was the like, NBA is a soap opera, he was like, bro. bro the coach is don't trust me, so he was like, it's hard to play for somebody who doesn't trust you, and that's real. Like, you can't play a game if you know at any moment the coach is just not fucking with you. He's gonna yeah. take you out. Yeah. So right. I think yesterday was like, man, I'm about to just fuck this nigga. Going crazy. Man. I don't care what this nigga on. Yeah. That's what you supposed to do, though. Ball out. Earn that shit. Ain't he the captain, though? Like, ain't he the name on the team besides the draft pick? Like, who else is? What's his name? The dude. You're talking from, about Kobe White? Yeah, Kobe White. That's, who else is on there? Lori uh, Marketing. Lori Marketing. He's nice. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. is nice. But I don't, his name is Wendell his... Carter Jr.? Yeah. Dang, I know he got a strong black daddy <laughs> that fixed cars. <laughs> My daddy, Wendell. That's big Wendell. <laughs> I'm sorry, Wendell. I ain't, I ain't roasting. You sound crazy. You always roasting. That's a funny. Wendell's a funny name. Wendell. Man. How are you, Wendell? Ain't that the nigga from uh, Parenthood? You remember that shit? Yeah. Was that Big Worms character? Yeah, Big Worms. cousin named Wendell, man. Shout out to you, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Wendell. Mm. But, um, yeah, man. Luca's been going crazy. Man. Yep. Youngest player to have a 40-point triple-double. What? Amazing. Him and LeBron are the only people to do it at the age of 20. King. And Luca, that nigga, man, looked like he's been smoking cigs since he was 10. Probably <laughs> has. <laughs> he's been playing professional basketball since he was like 10, damn near. Yeah, man. Damn, my nigga got bills and kids, huh? He got hella shit. I know he do. He just looks stressed. I don't think he has kids. I don't think he has any kids. He's never had time. He's just European. Yeah. Uh, okay. Know. He's just yeah, European. Just, it's dumb but he's, nice. he's been balling like his whole entire life. Damn. You just either know or you or you didn't know. Like anybody that's playing that high of competition from when they're that young is gonna be good unless they have like some psychological thing that happens when they get to the NBA. They're gonna be good. Yeah, he's, he's like all the way locked in. He's in. He's good, baby. Uh, college basketball. We didn't talk about that. Oh yeah, last you time. did say you wanted to bring that up. Yeah, man. College basketball been crazy, man. What's been um, going on? I know the I know um James Wiseman. And no no no, homie on the um come on, Big C. On the uh, UNC. Oh, Cole Anthony. <laughs> Cole Anthony is in. nice. He's been going that crazy. That nigga is something else, bro. He is. Uh, He's man. good. Yeah. Who, who you got coming out? Like, what's up? What, what mm-hmm. we look? How's uh How's Sharif doing on UCLA? UCLA not doing too good right now. He, I think he's doing all right. Cause I know he just had heart surgery last year. That's the reason yeah. he couldn't go in. Um, the dude they call him Big R. Forgot my man's name. He went to Chino Hills though. He goes to USC. He's looking like the truth. Like he's might, okay. yeah. He's about to be like probably a top five pick the way he's balling right is, now. So USC basketball is coming back. Yeah, they, California's got, paying players, right? Yeah, they but even start. before that, they got it's these two brothers from Temecula, the Mobley brothers. Uh huh. Isaiah Mobley's there right now. Then Evan Mobley, he's the number one player in the nation. Damn. And he's gonna go to USC. Out of Temecula. Next, yeah, Rancho Christian. They nice. Damn, I never heard of them niggas. I never heard of them in my life. Yeah, man, they got a program over here. 
So who is going number one? Are we all agreed on Lamelo? Yep, Lamelo is going number one pick. I think so. I think it's gonna he's be too Lamello. nice. Cool. And I hope I hope Big Var don't say shit. It I just, hope he just come on, Big C. You know, <laughs> as soon as he, the season's over, Lavar's coming out of his. As soon as they come back to the as soon as they come back to the states, yeah. it's going stupid. It's going it's going to be a whole oh, other campaign. That's why I ain't heard from him because he's been in Australia. Yeah, he's yeah. just chilling. He's waiting for his time again, bro. You know how Lavar does. I told y'all the youngest one is the best. I've been telling y'all this shit from jump. Hey, Lamelo is going to be the face of the new big baller brand, the Resurgent. No, nah, he's just going to have Where a big baller brand. He should just make it like boutique style, like you know, just like, <laughs> just like small, just like you know, like some some cool little troll wear. First of all, there's nothing small about the big baller. You're brand. right though. You there's can't. There's nothing boutique about it's the called big baller, big baller brand. He <laughs> <laughs> can't Stay do it. In your lane. <laughs> He can't. Sorry, Lamar. You do fashion. I'm, you do your small. I'm big baller. Yeah, I'm big baller. You're a little fashion. <laughs> you're small. Hey, I would love to interview Lavar. He's a great. You gotta, we gotta do it for the, the IE. We gotta put that in the energy. I would just love to just talk about <laughs> oh, yeah. life and like. First thing I would love to that whole ESPN thing. I would love to hear like his opinion about that. They just trolled him. Speak. Oh, That's speaking really of that too, Stephen A. Oh and yeah, Stephen A. and Max and uh, oh, T.O. Yeah. T.O. <laughs> Shout out T.O. Uh, first of all, where the fuck did they find T.O. at? T.O. So I was it, tripping like he was even around. Like, why they pick him of all people? Like, it started on Monday. Okay, as soon as Stephen A. and Max, like I watched like. So well, let's a little context to okay, it. Okay, so it all all has to do with Kaepernick. Yeah, and wearing that Kuta Kinte shirt. So Stephen A. was going on a rant basically. <laughs> Toby. My name is Toby. Toby. <laughs> Stephen A was going on a rant basically because he was saying like the NFL and everyone's going out of their way for Kaepernick. And then Kaepernick pulled a fast one and it was like a PR stunt. Yeah. And um so Max goes the next day and he's like, nah, man, like I'm looking at this contract. They want him to do some more shit. Like mm-hmm. and Stephen A was like, Well, I've talked to the NFL and I've talked to this person and that. And he's going big on Max. And then he's like, look at T.O. T.O.'s texting me right now. I've been protecting this man all type of times. <laughs> he's going big, bro. So T.O., yeah. like, every day, like, he'll be like, T.O. still texting me. So they brought him on the show. Mm-hmm. And T.O. was like, hey, man, Max is more blacker than you sometimes, Stephen. I've seen that clip. And, you, and I said, oh, shit. And he's like, hold up. Hold on, brother. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Up. Hold on. Hold on. You ain't going to disrespect me. <laughs> Certain aspects, <laughs> Stephen A. has been cooning this week. Yes. But then what we found out is he's really hurt because he feels like he's done so much for Kaepernick. Yeah. Trying to get him back into the league. Yeah. And then he's just like, it's more so not even like, you did this to the league. Like, he's more like, you did this to me. Like, I've done so much for you, Cap. How can you not go <laughs> yeah. to this workout? Shut your old black ass up. Oh, well. Fuck it. And it's Cap, man. What, no, what, but like, what is the deal with Kaepernick? Like, what's, what's up? In my so, eye, oh, go ahead. He basically the NFL wanted a private workout. I, I, I all thirty two teams were supposed to be there. Yeah, but what he in was Atlanta like, in Atlanta, and he moved it to a high school two hours away from Atlanta. Why did he move it? Because he wanted people to see. Uh, he wanted everybody to see it. So the, like, the NFL was trying not to bring cameras. It was going to be private. Yeah, it, it was, was going to be, be like, under their rules, no nothing. Like, and he had to sign a contract, wavering shit. Okay, and it was just like, and they gave him no prep. Like they told him like on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Saturday, you're going to do it. And why would you have it? Like, the whole shit was fucked up because, like, why would you do a workout on a Saturday mm-hmm. knowing a GM or whoever's really important yeah. that can watch you, like a coach, is not going to show up on a Saturday 
to watch you work out. Workouts aren't like on Tuesdays. Yeah. Usually that's like the day off. That's like when you'll do a workout. So literally they called this whole special thing. My bad. Go ahead. Oh, you good, bro. Yeah, but it was just like they did all this for him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, nah, I'm about to do it here. I want people to see me. I want to do this. And uh, Stephen A's big issue, too, is like, you've been wanting to talk for three years and you didn't accept no interviews. Yeah. He made a point with that. You just went on a rant, basically, calling out the niggas you want to hire you. And you just cussed them out. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even let anyone ask you any questions. Yeah. So, like, even to this day, like, it's been a week now. We still don't know what cap is on, like. That's what that's the thing with me. Like I feel like at some point you gotta play by some rules. Like it's the NFL. Like it's just it's just strange to me. Like you still wanna play in the NFL, but it's just like I feel like he in he's trying to make it a little more difficult. Yeah. You know, you're trying to get on the team, but it's like, bro, you gotta play by some of the rules. You just you can't have everything so your way, like, bro. You're right. You're right. I mean So I do agree with Stephen A like a little bit. But it's like I don't know. I don't know. Does he wanna play? Yes. I don't think he wants to play. Know. I don't think he does. You know what, though? <laughs> I just don't think no, he does. No cap. No, no cap, cap no for cap. Colin. No cap. We ain't calling. We ain't no, no cap nigga right now. No yeah, cap. No cap. All right. He don't want to give. He don't give a fuck, bro. He don't want to play. He's, yeah. he's hurt. Yeah. He's hurt. And he I would have did the same thing. Mm-hmm. If it was like if someone fucked me over and tried to embarrass me, I'm gonna literally make a mockery of your shit too. It's like it's like an owner that been on your like my head for like a gig. Like, oh, you better hurry up. You better go time play this. And I go and I show up late. Yeah. Then when I get there, I'm like playing whatever. I'm not caring. Like, I don't mm-hmm. really care. Just give me my check and I'm out. Yeah. He didn't really care about getting late. He knew this. Everyone was going to watch. Mm-hmm. He knew it was his moment. And the NFL tried to take away that moment from him. Yeah. So he blew it up. Yeah. Because if the NFL would have let some cameras in. He would have did the workout and it'd have been fine, but I he, think it was the cameras and whatever extra shit. I just wish it was like seven on seven football they had him playing. Like it was no corners out there, no pressure on. I just him. keep seeing that one deep throw. Like. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck <laughs> that was in the group chat talking hey, about it. Like anyone throw? can throw against air. Yeah, not to say like he didn't have an arm or whatever, but like his explosiveness, his running, him being elusive, his yeah. arm, like. All the things that he was good at, he didn't really get even a chance to. I don't remember Kaepernick doing anything remarkable in the last like season he was even playing anyway. I'm gonna be real with you. He was now going crazy his last season, low key. I don't remember it. The season before he played bad. Yeah, I'm talking about the season when he went bad, like when like when he started kneeling. Yeah, that's he, when he. That was when he was benched. They benched yeah. him, but he yeah. was balling though. Yeah. Mm. Well, his bad. It I don't is. know, man. And he's and thirty now too. He might even be older than that. Do you think? Do you think that? Long. Do you think To had relevance in what he was saying about Stephen Ada? Do you think he was? It, it was out of context, but yeah. Uh, streets. He To's in the streets, by the way. Yeah, he said he that. is. <laughs> Stephen Ada been saying that all week, though. Yeah. Are you, oh, been saying, that's like, what, I'm in the streets. Stephen is not in the streets, bro. I, Folks from Twitter, he, he might be in the streets. He be in Queens like, pretty he, often. Hey, did you see all <laughs> he might be. He might be in the hey, streets. Hey, did you see all his pictures when he's dressed down? He uh, look like a narc. Nah, I've never seen him dressed down. I've <laughs> he, only seen him in a suit. He, he got he got shirt. He got shit in him with like a FUBU jersey on or some shit. Damn. That's common. Till, chilling with like Damon John. That's crazy. <laughs> Looking weird. <laughs> why, why are you roasting Stephen A, bro? fucking good, man. It's like, golly, just be tight. You're, you're cool. Like, why you care this much, but bro? But you, you, know, you know his thing is, like, going hard at 
in on every topic that he really feels passionate about. Like that's how he and got he's his brand. He's the most passionate about this because right. it's personal. His right. his diction is so eloquent and he's so passionate when he talks. Like he he just goes off the deep end sometimes. I like when I like when Max brings up black culture and black things and throws it at Stephen A and like looks at him mm-hmm. and then Stephen A can't say nothing because everything he's saying is right. I don't know how Max knows he knows everything. Right? Max is that's great. That's basically bro. what Max- this has been though. Cause like Stephen A was on some like. You gotta uh, like he's basically saying like you always gonna work for the white man. The white man's always gonna press you or something. So you mm-hmm. just gotta deal with it, which mm-hmm. is true. Which is true. But but what Max was saying, he was like, if his whole thing is against racism, resistance, and stuff like that, why would he conform to play in their league when they're trying to give him a fucked up contract? Yeah, to sign that no one exactly. has to be against everything that he. Yeah, exactly. Which is the point. Yeah, and you can't. They're both right. Yeah, in some way. In yes. some way. Yeah. yeah. What 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 uh what did Shannon Sharp or anything say about that? I didn't even go into. Did they even comment. I on, low key didn't see. I, I didn't. So I didn't see to watch that first day. take. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I was just glued. ESPN got me. They got me. I was in Disney Plus. I was giving. I was giving Disney all my money. This week. <laughs> <laughs> I was in. Yeah. Oh man. Well, moving right along. My other favorite part of the show. Oh man. Put my theme music on for you. Put my, put my shit on it for you, baby. Go ahead. Best and worst with Treem Hefner. Damn, Big C. You, you, that's that. Uh, that's that. Five o'clock p.m. traffic jam voice. Yes, it is. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> no problem. Trey. Okay. I think I wrote this one down a couple weeks ago. This one's pretty funny. I'm. I'm very. I'm very curious for your answers on this one, you guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this week, oh, you gotta hit that stizzy hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's I like, know you coming with something like out of something shit. Like I what? Hate that he was like scrolling through a list. Can I just like, know before you I ask like this? One. Where do you write these questions? How do you come up with these? Do you I, just have them on deck, or do you nah, just be on the I'll toilet? Be, like, oh, okay. I'll be watching I'm TV <laughs> and I will like think of something funny, or like I'll see something on Twitter and I'll think of something. Funny. Like people ask me all the time, like, does he y'all? This what y'all talk about? I'm like, bro, this nigga Reem don't tell us shit until the day of like right now. We yeah. find out these questions right now. So uh-huh. go ahead, bro. My bad. Um. Okay. So. I'm going to say this a getaway, and then I'm going to say the proper way for Jordan to make the video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Best and worst. Best and worst. Nigga dances made after the millennium. And best and worst, black, <laughs> youthful Afri- black dance. Youth, youth black. Hip hop dance. Youth African American. Urban, urban dance. Urban dance. There urban you go. dance. There you go. Yes, best and worst <laughs> urban dance. But that sounds racist. That sounds worse than saying nigga. <laughs> urban dance. Hey. It has to come after the year 2000, though. Okay. Mm. So it's crank that in there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course it is, Big C. Why wouldn't it be? I don't want to all the way say that. Give me a okay. Can I uh, hold on? Let's let's. Go. All right. <laughs> Is that thinking music? I need a couple couple thinking seconds. Okay. So we got crank that. Oh, I got mine. You got yours? <laughs> Easily. I'm okay, going on well, a rant about this according to the show. Week. I have 15 more seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Of the worst, Big C, you're real ghetto. You shouldn't have to think this hard. <laughs> you big ghetto. Okay, the best dance. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have to say. I'm sorry. There's no better ghetto dance than the, than uh, the wobble. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, what wobble? Are you talking about like clown dance wobble? Or are you no, talking, talking about, about like the, the wedding the dance wedding wobble. dance wobble? Vic? Cause Vic V I C uh-huh. wobble wobble baby wobble get in there <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> it's multicultural. Uh-huh. All races love it, but it was originated with straight niggas. Yeah. Because if you look at any of he made Get Silly and Wobble. Those are only two singles by VIC. Mm-hmm. And that was actually Soldier Boy's little homie. So mm-hmm. This is all true. All factual on that. Shout out that. Yeah. Uh, but the worst dance, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say, is the crybaby. That might have been <laughs> pre-2000, though. Nah, that was 2000, because I was in fourth... No, I was in middle school when I first seen the Crybaby. It was during the clown dancing era. Crybaby came out during the clown dancing era. I don't dancing, know what era Crybaby is, but I will accept it. Crybaby came out <laughs> and when clown dancing and crumping was at its high. When Tommy the Clown was doing it, it was a finisher move. So can you explain what the Crybaby yes, is for I will. people? Thank you. And Cry- can I get like a... Like a- <laughs> Like gonna, a, a little demonstration of it? No, no demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Had to ask. Uh, the crybaby is where you uh, get on the ground. Mm-hmm. You'll do a dance. Like you're battling somebody. Like, bah, you know, battling. <laughs> you know, doing that. And then like the finisher move, uh-huh. you would like somehow get on the ground. Uh-huh. <laughs> it sounds so funny. You get on the ground. You get and, on the ground and you like hump the ground. Uh-huh. And at the same time you hump the ground, you're banging on the ground. Okay. Like a bad baby. So you're humping the <laughs> ground and, and hanging. A great example is if you watch the Way You Make Me Feel video with Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. And you know where all the guys get like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. he's like, he's dancing. And they all like fall on the ground and start humping the ground. Yeah. yeah. That's the crybaby. Okay. Oh, then that That's can't be 2000. Saying. Fuck. <laughs> Great job, Marshall. Yeah. Fuck, that was a real moment. All right, then that way Yeah, I'm gonna say the worst. Then after that, yeah, come back to me. Go ahead. Song. That was a long wormhole for nothing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out there. That was a whole lot of nothing. Because the crybaby, I, I literally gave an example of why I was wrong. Because he told me it did it. I said, no, yeah. you're wrong, bro. It did. And I gave an example and then told the example of Michael Jackson. That's five minutes our listeners will never get back. Yeah, of nothing. I apologize, <laughs> listeners. I, as far as me, I'm fucked up right now. That wasn't about shit right now. <laughs> that was Damn, a long, too hard. That was a stizzy and a long we can't yep. right now. That's exactly what that Just was. Come back to me. Right. The, the wobble's the best dance. Okay. <laughs> so my best is going to be the Dougie. Okay. The Dougie was lit, man. I like the Dougie. My worst is going to be is fucking that head sprung dance. <laughs> <laughs> LL Cool J trying to make. Head <laughs> sprung. <laughs> we be up in the club. I fucking hate that song. Love, you don't like that song? No, no. I love that song. <laughs> Hold on. Do I have head sprung? Hold on. Hey, I got to hear it. When you get some free song. time, just look up those lyrics. Don't make me They still. call me Big Ellie. <laughs> That's that just song lit. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this, song, this, song go, this song go crazy You know Timberland wrote this hug Yeah, yeah. Yep. My fellas up in the back In the club <laughs> about to start crumping in this bitch This was yeah. for sure the worst dance of the millennium I can accept I fully accept that, was, that, that being, was a great one The yeah. heads broke I did not think of that I didn't either When I thought of this question I did not think of heads broke <laughs> At all You really try to come back out with a dance like, Come on Go ahead man. Rue um, so I have a question. Is is Hyphy before two thousand? That was no, that 2000? was like two thousand two. Oh no 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 no! Hyphy movement was like two thousand six. Like yeah, six five, five. Probably like two thousand four. It was two thousand. But when was it developed? Mac Dre developed it. 
I know, nigga, but like, what year? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Mac Dre and E40. Can we get, can we get a researcher? Like, I, I, think, I think I it's, think it's, like it's, to say it's the hey, 2000s when did, when, did, when did Mac Dre develop hype music? I think it might be before 2000. 2002. That's when the Thizzle Dance came out? Okay. Yeah. 2002 was the Thizzle Dance. Okay. Okay, so Hype is my favorite then. Okay. Because it gets everybody involved. Yes, Hype Dance. You know, it's not sexual. You know, girls get involved and everybody's just like feeling themselves. Like, it's fun as shit. Yep. Everybody's just having a good time. You know what I'm saying? Worst? Yeah. Mm. Um, The Roosevelt. Marine, can I please not yes. only get get a great definition of what the Roosevelt is? Because I know what it is, but I didn't know until you told me what the Roosevelt was. Okay, yeah, that's fails. Maybe an example too would be nice. Fails. Okay, I'll give I'll give an example too. <laughs> Fayo's okay. the biggest dance troll. If anybody doesn't know, Fayo knows all the dances on the road. Every he looks day. them all up and he learns how to do them. So I keep up to date. When me and Fayo are going to Arizona State, I always kept up to date with all like the dances. Yeah. But it's like, you have to stand up and do this. You got to stand up. We got, we got a camera. We can see. So people don't understand. We'll see for the people listening. He's standing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fixing his shoulders. Okay. So typically, I think you do this like during the crank that. Crank that, yes. Yeah, but it's, oh like a little, it's like a little side move. Hold on, hold on, oh. hold on, hold on. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> We got. <laughs> I know exactly what dance it is. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey! That's the. That's I love the, that dance. It's where you go up and you like flick your. Yeah, it's like, it's like gotta, a tick. It's, it's like a, a, like a flick of the knees. Yeah, yeah, pop the knees. It's the pop of the knees. But I was like, who, like, what, who made this? <laughs> However, it came out, whoever made it is extremely funny. Oh, but I, but I hate it. <laughs> you guys like that? <laughs> that is comedy. The Roosevelt is one of the worst. <laughs> I, I love that day. Pop my knees. Hey, you know so, this coming out. It's so, coming. what's your worst, Bixie? My worst is the crank that Batman. Because <laughs> they copy. I hate all the crank that. Any crank that after Soldier Boy, I hate is the worst. That was crank that, that SpongeBob, crank that Lion King, crank that Spider Man, Forrest Gump. It was a bunch crank of crank that Forrest Gump. I hate crank that. You know, I hate they all had their own individual song. Like someone yeah. went out and did it. Yeah, no one did. did the same dance in each. Yeah, and it was different beats. <laughs> Different Christ. beats, different lyrics, different songs, different subjects, Cities. different dance. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, so I that's like that my one. most hated. I had to think about it. I like all of our most hated. That yeah, was that was probably hated. that was Can probably I have the good honorable one. mention. Yes, my like worst would be the Cat Daddy. <laughs> I love Cat Daddy. <laughs> hey, Cat Daddy. Uh, hey. You know I hate it. The Squint Bow. Better, better. That damn song. I hate that song. Uh, that song. So, yeah, cool dance. Bro, Chris, I hate that song. Chris Brown is in there killing that shit. That's when Chris Brown was trying to recover. <laughs> Chris Brown was. That was the dark <laughs> era. Chris Brown. That's, that's when you can get a Chris Brown feature for like fifteen hundred. Oh yeah, I, I thought. Well, I thought in this. Someone was gonna say jerking, but no, I'm surprised no one said jerking. Jerking, I don't, I don't call it the best or worst. It just was a time. It was just a time. Yeah, yeah it was okay. Like, I was in high school when jerking came out, so it was late. It was, it was that was the peak. Yeah, okay. jerking was after hyphy, wasn't it? Yes, right after hyphy movement. It was after it was it was like, like hyphy and crumping were together. Yes, and, and then, that was a great time. And then jerking evolved into jerking. Do you remember the hyphy versus crump? 
era. Yes, like, I do. I used to, you know how many battles? I remember when I used to battle Crump, and then I stopped crumping, and I was like, oh, I'm a hyphy now. Mm-hmm. So I was battling hyphy. It was great. I was like a hyphy person <laughs> battling Crump, and we'll get lit, and I was jumping off of cars. <laughs> Twisting my ankle, it was great. Damn, that's how hyphy you was getting, bro. I was drunk at seventeen. All Christian brothers, <laughs> all Christian brothers and black and mild. So hard. you, so you were, you were in somebody's car, taking shots at Christian brothers, walking bro. out smoking a black and mild, and then getting hyphy after. Yes, no breath, Not, nothing. Feeling good, feeling great. <laughs> no breath. Just listen, listen to this Trump shit. Pulling his collar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Just going in Hard <laughs> With them big ass sunglasses <laughs> And the big, oh, big ass shirts Like the Eminem With weed on it Like the character weed shirt. I, had, oh I had one of the fucking <laughs> Popeye In the Jordan pose With hella ice on <laughs> If you this listen to this great. At the right time When it's dry It's just right when it drop Hold on I gotta hear this drop Sorry yeah. This is just my moment This song was so lit Do you understand it How was. deep this was The Federation This is lit bro Oh my god! I used, to just, be, I used to be in the club getting going stupid. What? This is how I twisted my ankle. I'll just jump. Three hundred, three hundred plus pounds, jumping, drunk, jumping, drunk, jumping, jumping. That's drunk jumping. Oh damn! Drunk. I have to trademark that. Yeah, there I you got go. you. There you go, Vix. I like that one. <laughs> that was a, that was a good segue uh, mess up. It was a very good segue mess up. I like that shit. But great segue into the next topic we we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, you know, just, of course, playing around with the high view movement and different things that affected us even in that era. But yeah. all in all, I was just talking to y'all and I was like, our topic for the day that I kind of want to discuss in detail a little bit. Yeah. We haven't talked about music in a while, like straight music like, or what we are. Probably not since the uh, most influential list. Yes, exactly. And that was Amazing, by the way. I still stand by that list. That was funny. <laughs> so oh, much for I know something Keys. we forgot to talk about. What? The nigga that was on the list. My nigga Drake got booed at Camp Flogno. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Even though that's old and probably by the time it comes out, but come on, oh, y'all. those fucking Frank Ocean trolls. And Frank, everybody wanted Frank Ocean that bad that they booed the, the number one rapper in the world. I'm going to be honest with you, Big G. At Coachella, I popped a little pill. And went to see Drake. I think that was like 2015, 2016. That nigga had that shit lit. So if anybody who's booing him, exactly. you're a troll. I'll- I saw Drake at Coachella that same year, different weekend. You yep. went and had it smacking. He played everything cracking. I almost cried halfway through the performance, and I seen a girl make her boyfriend put on her shoulder and she screamed, I love you, Drake. I want to fuck you. <laughs> Loud. And the boyfriend was saying, hell fucking yeah. <laughs> I want to watch. <laughs> Say what you want. It was lit. Uh, Sorry. So with that being said, though, side note. Yeah. Top five albums that have helped shape our life. Shape, yeah. influence. Influence, shape, like. Our, our personality. Yes. Everything. Our, like Our genetic makeup. Yes. Like, you heard it. It doesn't necessarily be like, because I don't want to say top five albums of all time. That's, that's fucking, too, that's crazy. Yeah. Because we can argue that. But yeah. it's particular albums that may not be the top five album, but it's like you heard them. And they initially changed you at some point. They pushed you to another level. Yes. I'll start with mine. Mm-hmm. I'll say first one is Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? That's probably the best album ever made. Smokey Robinson has coined that, saying that. Mm-hmm. And this man wrote My Girl. <laughs> and he said, there will never be another better album than What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Yeah, and that album came at a very pivotal time in my life when I was looking for every answer. 
mm-hmm. thinking I was trippy, and I was. That's when you were painting. You kind of. In in a way, put me on the whole album and the structure of Marvin Gaye. Yeah, always heard songs, always liked it, but I never knew like, damn, this nigga drops projects. Yeah, like whole you can start to finish. And if you know anything about this particular project, it's seamlessly connected through a baseline, mm-hmm. and it just goes. It flows from one song to the next, to the next, to the next. There's no skips. It's a seamless flow of a vibe. Perfect CD. No computers. Yeah. All instruments. All instruments. One one take. Mm-hmm. Lots of cocaine and drugs. <laughs> lots of cocaine. You gotta accept Marvin Gaye <laughs> was yoked up doing that. And it was an amazing album, though. Yeah. So that's the first one. Mm-hmm. Kanye West, late registration. Okay. I was, I believe, I want to say sophomore that, year. That's fresh out of the hyphy then. So you went from hyphy to woke. Just yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> From the snap of the finger. Ivy and Crumb into woke. Exactly, bro. And it was just like, at that out, I always like, college dropout was tight. Like, everyone loved yeah. it. It was dope. But like, I remember when I heard him say, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. It's tight. Mm-hmm. And then Gold Digger, I was like, oh, okay. I guess that's your single. But Gold then, Digger's live. I, I was going to uh, Norfolk State and the DJ was playing that and nigga, I was getting grinded <laughs> <laughs> hey, so that song is lit. <laughs> but then, like when I heard "Diamonds," the Diamond song, they made, I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. And then the remix with Hove after the whole breakup, and yeah. he, I was like, "What?" And then you hear the whole album together, the Brandy, yeah, the Roses, roses. Yeah. roses. You might cry. I think when I heard um, "Addiction," Woo. I was like, "I'm so yep." Okay, this nigga Kanye's on some whole other shit. And if you've never been addicted to anything, yeah. just listen to the song. Yep. And that man is now recovered doing Sunday service, so mm-hmm. you know, God bless that and God is real. That's a good pick for number four, Big C. Yeah. Um, Snoop Dogg, Last Meal. Let's get to some pimping, pimping. That album, it was 2000, or like 2001, I was in middle school, mm-hmm. I just met Dorby's. I was just finding myself. I did not. I wasn't even talking. To, I was talking to girls. Dorby's comes you know, every episode. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to girls, but you know, I was in. I was like a little fat kid on the block. Like I didn't have no like swag together. Like I was still getting offended if you made fun of me. I would like cry and go home, like shit like that. I grew up with a house full of women. I didn't really know how to like. Enter. So literally, from getting roasted, like chilling with Dorby's, getting roasted, learning how to get jokes and bag back and doing mm-hmm. that shit, talking to girls, and then this album was like, wait a minute. This like cool. Yeah. This nigga is tight. It was like the first person I like heard. I was like, wait a minute. This motherfucker got it. Have you had you smoked weed up no, to that point? No. But at, after you heard that album, yes. you knew you were gonna start smoking. Yes. <laughs> I hate I, I hate to give that to Uncle Snoop, but yeah. I like to give it to Uncle Snoop too. Because Gotta give it up, bro. I could have got I could have got influenced by another nigga and could have got crazy. But mm-hmm. that I heard that album, I was like, wait a minute, this is cool. Mm-hmm. This is what being tight is about, and, I, and it was the intro, just yeah. from the intro. That boom, 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 boom. That snoop, 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 snoop. I was like, what the fuck? I felt like I was in the Cadillac. Yeah. And then Dr. Drake, it was just a be- Lalo was on there. I think Snoop too. Um, he's like one of the main artists who we've seen. Like, I don't want to say I do not want to use the term fall, fall off, but he had like a little rough patch in his career yeah. and then completely reinvented himself and yes. got, got bigger than how he was when he came out. Yeah. I think that's the first time we ever like kind of seen that. He's the Somebody first rapper did. to drop a Christian album too. That yes. was actually good. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and one is Stella. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. My bad, Marshall. What were you saying? Oh, no. Oh, it's cool. My bad. It wasn't that crazy. Oh, but yeah, nah. So Snoop Dogg, Last Meal, just that particular album because it came out in that time of my life. 
And that's when it was like, S and double Lofi. That's all. Like, it was just too cool. Like, I didn't know what to do. I was used to roll up paper in the bathroom and just light it on fire and damn near smoke up a whole, just like barbecue in the bathroom and shit. And I used to try to inhale, just see smoke come out of my mouth because I just wanted to look cool. Like Snoop? Yeah. So, there it is. Uncle and then, Snoop, uh, man. You're just too cool, bro. It was too deep. John Coltrane <laughs> loves Supreme. Okay. That's so, that's what, number two? This is number four. It's number. It's not in order. It's just five albums. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, I just okay. I can't put them in order because it's just different times. I see. I see. It's too deep. Maybe you got to order. I don't know. I don't. No, I don't either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> John Coltrane loves Supreme. Um, when I was going through my spiritual awakening mm-hmm. in my life, you know, parties, drunk, drugs, all that shit, like craziness. I used to always have a nucleus that I came to, like. Mm-hmm. If everything was bad, everything was wrong, I knew I can listen to this album. And it brought me back to, like, my dad and, like, that time where things made sense. Because my dad used to play this album a lot. And I never understood why he loved this particular album. Because I hated it because it had such a long-ass intro. It was no words. I never understood it. It was kind of scattered all over the place. Yeah. It never had a vibe. But I didn't get it. My dad loved it. He stood by it. Yeah. So even nights where I was, like, hella gone. Like, fucked up. I would listen to it, and I'd be like, damn. And I'd just feel bad. And I'd be like, damn, I need to get my shit together. Like, damn, I'm fucking up. <laughs> That's powerful music. Like, damn, yeah, just man. do music. And like, and if you know anything about this story with John Coltrane with this album, he was, he was an addict at the mm-hmm. time. And he cleaned up himself. And he went into basically remission. Just basically, like, I'm cleaning up. I'm done with this. Like, I just want to give my life to God, basically, and... Give him. I know why I'm here. It's to serve God. Yeah. And so he literally went to an attic. It went up into his attic for like weeks. Didn't even talk to his family. Didn't talk to his kids. And wrote arranged the whole album. And then just hired musicians to That's play it. Fucking crazy. And then his album was a ode to the love of God. That's why it's love supreme. So if you listen to it, it sounds like a conversation. And then once you get deep into it and. Awesome. Trust me, that just helped me with that. So that particular helped me How with my recovery. How old were you at this point? This is recently. Okay. This is probably in the last, that that really affected me, probably in the last four years. Mm-hmm. So like, when it really like got a part of my repertoire, like this is, I would never not have this album for the rest of my life. When was life. the first time you heard it? Oh, I was like three or four. Okay. First, first memories of music? Yeah. Okay. Like John Coltrane, Herbie, you know, Duke, all of them. Like that's when I first heard it. So lastly... Uh, Marvin Gaye, I Want You. So I have two Marvin Gaye albums. Ooh. Marvin Gaye, I Want You. And for obvious reasons, I believe this is the ultimate love that I desire to have. Mm-hmm. I just want to feel what that nigga felt through track one through nine. It's a dangerous love. It's a dangerous <laughs> love. And if you know anything about that nigga story, this nigga had a full relationship Man. while being married and then made a whole album about being married to a side chick who was this album, mm-hmm. who was a younger girl. And he was like 30, it was, you know, some kind of weird 70 shit. So yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was lit. Well, she was like, what, like 17? He was like 30? Yeah. Yeah. She was like 17, 18, 19. You know? Yeah. I want to give him a year or two. I just want to. I don't know. I'm like, I she wasn't of age. She wasn't of age to be in the studio with Marvin Gaye and all that cocaine, okay? No. She needed to take her ass home. But she inspired one of the greatest love albums of all time. That is fucking exactly what it is. And that's crazy to me how, like, music could do that, man. It can. Like, yeah. literally, you know, he was creeping outside of his marriage. <laughs> but he made probably one of the best albums of all time about a girl that he was truly in love with. So you can't knock the man. You can't. <laughs> so I hope I don't have to take those circumstances to figure that love. I hope not neither, <laughs> But 
<laughs> I hope not either. But those particular albums, just for simple reasons, have helped shape Big Cali, I would say. Okay. In my eyes. So that's my five. Uh, who want to go next? You want to go next? Sure, I'll go next. Right. Uh, so I also have a Love Supreme on there. Really? I, knew, I knew you did. <laughs> yeah, man. That shit's like. That shit's just crazy. Like, even from that first horn, when it comes in, it's just, like, it's powerful-ass music. Like, it is. I used to listen to it and get anxiety. Like, when I first tried to listen to jazz, like, I would listen to it, like, this shit's giving me anxiety. Like, exactly. it's just too much. Yeah. Then one day, like, I really listened to it, and I was just like, whoa, like, this is probably the most soothing album I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. yeah. So, so to go from something just, like, I was making me so anxious to, like, when I really understood, I was like, okay. Like, Would you say even like it made you, gave you like a measurement of knowing like, damn, now I know my musical ear is getting better because the more I understand this, the more I know is deeper because at one point it didn't so make sense. When I first listened to it, I was just like, I wanted to get into jazz and I was just like trying to listen to jazz while doing homework. Mm. And it doesn't work at first. Like, <laughs> it's just too much. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God. So like, I was at work one day. I used to work on the bass. I used to just clean. So I would be walking around my headphones in all day. Mm-hmm. And like just listening to that when I had a full just hour of just nothing to do but listen to music, it was like, whoa, Damn. this shit is something else. Wait, like, what age was that? I might have been like 20 when I first listened to it. Okay. And then the, like, like ever in your life, you were 20? Yeah, like when I first just heard it, like, oh, okay, okay this is hard, like mm-hmm. that I know of at least. Mm-hmm. And then like afterwards, I was, like, probably, like, 21. might have took me, like, a year to really get in and, like, lock in the jazz. Okay. And I was just working, bro, and, like, just hearing this, I was like, damn. Okay, like, this is cool. Like, just crazy, you, man. You just can completely connected to it? Yeah. You heard like, that? it was wild. That's that's the most beautiful thing about music when, it, when that happens <laughs> out the gate. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, But it's, like, it's funny because we both have a similar thing. When we first heard this track, we, we knew it was, like, mm, I don't know, man. It's a little like I don't know. Like, I was just too young. My ear, my ear wasn't ready for how abundant this was. Yeah. Because if you even like Carlos Santana and you, Carlos Santana, Eric Clapton, you know, different even John Lennon, like it, people listen to this. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. their oracle. Like Love Supreme to many musicians. You can go to any musicians around the world. They're gonna be like, yeah, this is the album that I go to. So yeah, my bad. I just nah, it's crazy good. that bro, you I'm said just that. Listening like, to this, right? <laughs> Big C just, just bro, <laughs> I was listening to this I in the background, locked in, like really locked <laughs> in, listening to this. The listeners don't um, get it, man. It's just my crazy. second favorite album is also a jazz. Well, not my second favorite, but the second on my list is a uh, kind of blue by Miles Davis. Okay, because like John Coltrane's even playing on that, and it's just it's crazy. Like in the background, Bill Evans like killed it on the. Like, it's just a crazy like the band he had for that album. Mm-hmm. And to think that all of them came together to make something so beautiful is like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's short too. It's only like five songs, real quick. Flamingo, was, sketches, Flamingo sketches on that album is it just like kind of blue, like <sighs> man. It's just good ass album. Sorry, it's just like you gotta realize these are the oracles. <laughs> like, and, and I hope people hear this is like how I feel about music. I love music more than I love anything. Yeah, like anything. I can't think of one thing I love more than music, so I'm, that's why it's like I crazy. think the crazy thing about both of those albums, though, is if you listen to jazz before that, like yeah. it was Big Band, then it was like Bebop, mm-hmm. and then like... That's the cool era. To think it came to this, and it's like, whoa. 
he changed it, and that's yeah. what, and that literally birthed Blue Note Records and all the other jazz musicians that came from it after that. Like the whole cool jazz vibe came from Miles and all them guys, yeah. and they're all wavy. Trippy Nation. <laughs> Real Trippy Nation. The first Trippy yeah. Nation was them jazz players. Look it up. <laughs> Wildin', man. Go ahead. Uh, um, another one is Pilot Talk by Currency. <laughs> Let's go. That's my nigga, man. Yeah. I fucking love Spitter. Yes. Shout out Spitter, Jet Life. <laughs> I remember, like, I was already a fan of him just through, like, I liked him when I first heard, like, Where the Cash At. Just seeing him on television. I was like, this nigga's hard. Like, he was he on had Where the Cash fly At. Ass Crooks and Castle jacket with all the chains on it. Yeah. Yeah, Lil Wayne. I was like, this nigga's hard. Like, <laughs> and just MySpace, it's the whole Fly Society era and yeah. all that. Like, what I really like about Spitter the most is he really got through every single era. He did. And he and he managed to maintain his real nigga yeah. like credibility throughout Even everything. Like when he was part of the five uh he was in that group with um on No Limit. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like my nigga was on No Limit and Cash Money. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> and he and he had his own shit in New Orleans. You can't tell currency shit. You can't. Like just hearing pilot talk, that's when I first started smoking too. So it was just like made it that much more elite. Like mm-hmm. it's just Wasn't Pilot Talk the one where he had that Sade uh it was like a Sade sound. Go ahead, keep going. I'm, I'm thinking no, about it. Pilot talk, man. Like just hearing that, just finally started smoking and realizing, like, damn, he really has a lifestyle. Like it's his lifestyle music. He really lives what he raps about. Mm-hmm. And like at that time, like it was a lot of fly shit out, but like nothing was like that. And Kush and OJ were like, is this on Pilot crazy. Talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when I first heard Currency. It's crazy. It's like one of the first Currency songs I ever heard. Uh-uh. Yeah, bro, this album is wild, and this was his first album too. So, like, to come out the gate like this was like, okay, this nigga's hard. Like, he is different nigga. Um, another one is "Find It Forever" by Common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my nigga, man. Common's my nigga too, and that's like when I first kind of got like, I was in either the eighth grade or mm-hmm. my freshman year when that came out. Yeah. So that's like when I first really started like, oh, and the internet was popping at that time. Like, it was like all type of shit to where I was just able to find music. Wasn't that one of the first albums where he started working with Kanye, like heavy? Yeah, and then, um, well, he worked. He was working with Kanye on B. So by the time, oh, Finding so Finding Forever was after B. Yeah, Finding Forever was the one that won all the awards, though. I think so because that has like some of Dilla's last few beats. He got a lot of Kanye on there. It's no ID. Like that was like one of my first like hip hop albums I listened to on my own. Like just oh this is I like this like yeah. watching music videos and shit like okay this is hard like, damn my nigga Common Common man yeah <laughs> we hate, I hate Common's talking voice too, just <laughs> I'm just coming all the way clean I just wanna let you know I just wanna let you know it's Microsoft Surface <laughs> Tablets it's crazy sorry nah you good <laughs> and then, um, my last one is uh, it's by this artist named King Cruel mm. and it's um, Six Feet Beneath the Moon and that shit's just like it's just crazy, like. What kind of album is this? Like rap? No, it's some like some alternative type shit. But okay. like, he was so young when he came out with it, and he has one of the most powerful voices I've ever heard. Like, damn. And like, it was just a sad ass British kid, bro, just making some relatable <laughs> music at the time. Like, King Krill is lit. And it's just like that album. Is Have so you heard good. King Krill? Yeah. Damn. And like, just I remember hearing that. I was like, man, like I really feel this nigga right now, like. It was just crazy. Like this is, you felt like you was going the same thing through the same thing as yeah. Him? At that time, like not like it was just wild. Like really, just listening to that, yeah. Then just being like 
I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> you got to listen to that it. Like, it's just how music. I think only music and like art is one of the few things that give you them unspoken then, like, things. You're like, you just don't, yeah. you know? It's a connection. <laughs> yeah. It's just like those things. Like, it's yeah. a connection that is unexplainable. And yeah. it's like eight years later and it still like sounds the same way it did when it first came out. Like it's a very timeless album. Like, wow. It aged really good. That's what's so, up. That's, yeah, I would say that's my fifth. Okay, okay. What about Damn. you, Trey? So now, niggas is just... At this table, niggas is acting like they don't got ghetto sides, huh? <laughs> so I'm going to be the ghetto one today. <laughs> so, uh, number five, um, I'm going to say uh, Lupe Fiasco Food and Liquor. Let's go. Yeah. I was going to say... No, Lupe was going to... It was a strong... Lupe, yeah. I just they couldn't throw it on. My, I had that on my honorable mention. Yeah, okay. Lupe was like on my honorable mention too. That was when I first... It came out when I went to um, Norfolk State and I just remember his verse from Test the Sky with Kanye. And Killed I walked it. into Best Buy and I was like, mm, I'll buy it. And I remember playing it going back home for... Uh, Thanksgiving break, I think, on the plane, and I was just like, "Wow, this is fucking crazy." Yeah, this is one of you the. You just craziest. bought it on a whim, like, yeah, just on even... the whim, just off of the strength that I knew he had bars. And you didn't even That's hear a... Kick Push. Oh yeah, I heard Kick Push. Okay, okay yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, that, it wasn't because of that song. I'm about know? to say that that sold it on that. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just, he was just talking about so much real shit. Yeah, that like I felt like in that particular way, talking to someone who is you know a young man like coming into himself. No one had ever explained it like that. Right. About the world, how, you know, the government is, how... American terrorists. Yes. <sighs> how everybody has problems no matter how Sunshine, rich or poor you are. Yep. Daydream. Damn, that album was too, perfect. He was Slaps. rapping about some fly shit on there. He was. Oh, some like, shit that no one else was on. Maybe like him, Pharrell, and Kanye were the only ones on that shit. First rapper I ever heard rap about a Goyard bag. I yep. was like, in my Goyard check. Yep. Like, like, yep, he was. I didn't know what Goyard was. Yeah, man. It's a swagged out brand. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I was like, go yard. I don't even know what the hell that is. Nigga, that ain't Burberry. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely, it just has to be on there. It shaped me as a man for sure. Did, would you say, like, so you were at Norval State and you heard that, did, would you say you really were like, all right, I need to just start getting some more shit. It's some more different shit out there. I just need to start thinking about life differently. Right. Because I had thought about it. You know, you're. this is the first time that I wasn't under, like, you know, my parents' roof. Right. And I could kind of think for myself and be right. like, man, maybe they're not right about some shit. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 maybe like, you know, everything like can't be like in a plan, like how they think it is. You know, yeah. parents are that grew up in a different area. Yeah. Like, you go to school and then you get a good job. It's like, not everything really works like that. It's, it might be Our an age. option C. Yes. <laughs> it yeah. might be an option that's, C. It, that's exactly what it is. So I was just, I felt like I started thinking for myself that's when I heard that. Perspect. Uh... Number four, I'm going to say uh, Gucci Man Writings on the Wall. Mm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was when I first started smoke, smoking weed. I was riding around with my nigga Jers. <laughs> shout out Jers B, Big yeah, Soho. Yeah, shout out my nigga Big Soho. And we were listening. And I just remember being so high and like, man, this nigga is so swagged out, bro. Man, so many people going to be so happy you said that. Yeah. Like that. Like, yeah, nigga, we really talk about that jazz shit. In the first time I heard, <laughs> the first time I heard, um, um, fuck, what is it called? My favorite song of all time. I'm a dog. No, nah, come on, man. Uh, first day out. Oh, okay. The first time I heard that, I was just like, "Oh my god!" Gotta get first day out. <laughs> I'm starting on my day with, with a blood and perp. Hey, no pancake, just, just a cup of syrup. Hey. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this this immediately just makes my heart happy. <laughs> as soon as as soon as that beat drops. 
Where were you at when you first heard this song? I was inside a, a, a Magnum on 22s, smoking a, a Swisher Sweet. Were you in Virginia? No, nah, I was out here. Oh, okay. Yeah. You were smoking a Swisher Sweet a mid? Nah, it was some loud. It was some loud? It was some loud. <laughs> yeah, me and Jerry were smoking loud, baby. Great Swisher? No, and regular. <laughs> <laughs> the CD was just like, I feel like Gucci Man came into his own in the CD. He did. Because he was always swagged out and always had bars, whether you recognize it or not. But this CD, like, really, like, I feel like you turned couldn't, to You couldn't deny it. You couldn't. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Of <laughs> no pancake, just a couple of Hey. Baking soda pot in, in a, a silver, silver sport. Hey. You already know it's time to go to work. Sorry, sorry. Hey. All right, sorry. We'll be in here wrap this whole thing. I'll wrap stuff. this whole motherfucking CD. <laughs> man, Gucci Man rides on I feel like as a, a young entrepreneur, being tatted, being like carefree, yeah. being a part of Tribunation, liking to do drugs, like Gucci Man like really propelled me to that level of like not giving a fuck. Right. But in a good way. Right, you know, because Gucci Man was definitely a criminal in the film. Yeah, I wasn't trying to be on any of that, but like pushing that, bitches out on the freeway. Yeah, man, <laughs> Gucci Man, you was wilding, bro. But so he wildin'. he he gave me that that I feel like that sense of like confidence. We're gonna drop a bomb on Gucci Man. Yep. Right? We, we fuck with Gucci. Yep, we do. He gave me that confidence as a young man coming into myself, much like Lupe, but just from a ghetto, more ghetto spectrum. Should I, <laughs> I like say. that. Yeah, I like that. I'm from a ghetto spectrum. <laughs> the ghetto, the, the other side, the ghetto the other side. side of the ghetto. Uh. <laughs> Number three. You from that French part of coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you had one more before I went to I knew you had one more, bro. Number three is uh, Mac Dre, The Game is Thick, part two. Woo! Yeah, man. I, I need a full explanation on this. I, I went Why to, that um, album? I went to, my sister was working in the Bay, and I was, like, in high school. And I went, she, she took me to, like, this little event, and it was, like, weird, because I had never, like, seen the dances. There was, like, turfing. Yeah. I didn't really know what it was, you know what oh, I'm saying? They, they, yeah, and there was like, <laughs> just the way that everybody was like together, a part of the same shit, yeah. like the music, I was just like, my head was fucked up. Right. And I remember Fayo, he had went to um, uh, TJ with his older brother, and they went to this club, and he was like, Reem, they was doing, they was at the club doing this dance, they was all grabbing their collars. And, and I was like, I think I was seeing the same shit, I was in the Bay though, and he was like, yes, it's dude Mac Dre, and we started downloading hella music. Yeah. So I went to my dad's house. He lived in Phoenix at the time. My uncle came out there and he was like, you could get uh, any CD you want. I think we were at Sam Goody. Yeah. I, I just seen that one. He had like, <laughs> he had, it's like eight different Mac Dre's and they had like, one had like a Burberry briefcase, one had like a, <laughs> one had like a suit on it. And I was like, I have to get this. <laughs> I don't so know why, tight. but I just have to get this album. That's and I so listened tight. to it and I was like, the game that he was dropping on that shit was just too crazy. What bro. songs was on that album? Uh, Cal Bear, um, Don't Hate the Player. It's like it's it's sleepers on that one. It's okay. not like Dizzle Dance or like it's not um it's not that that's not my job. No, that's on uh, Genie and the Lamb. Got you. Yeah, I know. I, I got a lot of Mac Dre. In my <laughs> yeah. you know but this Mac one Dre. is personal because it was my first like delving in the hyphy, and I kind of knew about hyphy before before it, like maybe like three years before it hit. Yeah. So when it hit, like I was already like up to date with like all the music. You want to know a very rare fact? What? <laughs> I know this is about to be real rare. Shout out my boy Dorby's. <laughs> yes Shout out John I was in middle school mm-hmm. And his brother Went up to the bay mm-hmm. And came back It had three songs On the, on a mixtape It had Two short Gangsters and strippers It had Mac <laughs> Dre Get stupid That's and, not middle school Gangsters and strippers Not middle school It had middle school Yeah it was like Middle like Eighth grade No no not Gangsters and strippers So sorry So sorry So sorry Gangsters and strippers like, oh, Had seven. Mac Dre Had Mac Dre for sure Get stupid uh-huh. It had Mac Dre Thistle dance on there 
had another two short song. I, I want to say Wolfpack, but I don't remember. It was one of them yeah. songs. One of them bass songs. Yeah, one of them songs. But anyway, <laughs> the most important though, I heard Get Stupid for the first time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we don't get a lot of like it's mighty, girl. Get Stupid. And I heard it. I was like, this is the hardest song. We're throwing, and me and Dorbees was throwing our first party in middle school. Yeah. So we played it at our party and no one, and everybody was just dancing when no one knew what to do. Mm-hmm. So Dorbees thought he invented a new dance. So he was going around doing the hyphy dances and we thought he was inventing the dances. <laughs> so he was going around telling niggas like he did. We're like, oh, okay, you're doing your dance. This nigga's inventing and shit. And then YouTube started coming out and then we seen our whatever video, we seen videos of the bay finally. We're like, yeah. Nigga, this and then that. Yeah, he was all fraud, all cap. All <laughs> you cap. found out he was all cap? All cap, but I literally got put on through heavy music through Dorby's, though. Can't yeah. lie. I have to give him that. Go ahead, Dorby's. You put Big C on a lot of shit. I didn't know. <laughs> Fuck you. Shut up. No. He put me on a few vital, important things in my life. Mm-hmm. The Game is Thick Part 2 is, is just like, is. I feel like he was so polished at this point. Yeah. Because he already had like a lot of his hits. So, you know, Mac Dre was like a pimp. Yes. He did drugs. And thief. Beef. <laughs> the romper crew. His swag. <laughs> his swag was so. Ne- I think he's the most swagged out. Most swagged out rapper ever. Yes. There's no like more his confidence swag. in his swag was between just like too Snoop, crazy. Between Snoop Dogg and yeah, Mac Dre, I agree. The swag level was like on some any forty. Any forty. E forty doesn't have. Doesn't have it. Yeah, he has it. <laughs> Come on, man. Come he on. do. Come he's on. got swag, but not Snoop. I'm a big nigga. I'm never not giving feel, forty water. Forty water. Got it. He's the most swagged out. Big yes. Guy. Yeah. Yes. Hit me, Rose. Yes. Bro, no, come on, go bro. ahead, Forty Water. Yeah, I get that. Rose do got swag. He put a lot of people on lemon pepper wings. He did. <laughs> <laughs> this is facts. <laughs> I can't even do it right now. Go, 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 go. It's facts. So, I, number two. Yes. Man, this is like I can't believe no one said this one because this is like this is a pivotal album and like me wanting to be that nigga and wanting to flex and wanting to live a lavish lifestyle. Put that in the family, no way out, man. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else. Nah, nah. That was the first CD I ever bought in my life, fourth grade, and that the songs on that. Puff Daddy, no way out. Puff Daddy in the family, no way out. Fourth grade, yes. Parental advisory. This is fresh. This is deep. Yeah, man. This is the first CD I ever bought in my life. And I was—I remember just listening to it and just like the the pictures that Diddy was painting of the swag. <laughs> what songs is on there? Uh, been like, around the world, been, yeah, oh, been okay. around the world. Uh, can't nobody hold me down. No money, all no about problems. The, no, that's on Biggie CD. No, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all about the Benjamins. All about the Benjamins. Sorry, thank yep. you. Okay, yeah. All the slaps. This is the slides. Yeah, album. it was just like too mama much see, slack. Uh, the mama Vinaki. Yep. I wanna be a Bobby. <laughs> can't you see? That's my shit. Victory. Wow, Victor. Hey, yep. didn't he have uh Tom? He had the uh, guitarist on there. Um, come on, Big C from Led Zeppelin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't yep. think of it right now. Brain fart. Too much dizzy. It was just too. <laughs> too much it, it was Diddy. The way the pictures that Diddy was painting in that CD was just too crazy. And the visuals. You remember those visuals? The niggas on speedboats and fucking jumping out of helicopters. Million. He had a video, a twelve minute video that had every feature. He had Quincy Jones, Jennifer Lopez, he had Buster Ryan, he had Wyclef playing a villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. These niggas was flying out of. Hold on, I gotta paint the desert. Yeah. These niggas in the desert with white cowboy crazy. boots yeah. and white trench coats flying with doves coming out there, dancing, <laughs> dancing, <laughs> dancing in the sand. <laughs> Like, bro, like, I never seen no shit like that, bro. I'm in the fourth grade. Like, what the fuck? It was so what type deep. of shit is this? It was so great. It just fucked my head up. From that point on, I was like, I got to flex, bro. Yep. Did he, did he, did he, did he set that up? He set up the flex? <laughs> he set up that in my I mind, I respect bro. that. And then, um, number one, 
I have to say uh, Marvin Gaye was going on. Those are probably my, that's probably my earliest memory of music ever. My dad used to drop me off at my grandma's house from Reno Valley. Yeah. I just remember being in the backseat, like, sleep, like, hearing that album. And as I got older, yeah. still playing it over and over. <laughs> never skip. Never. Never. And, and it's just, just like, like I, it's something about it that just soothes me. Right. You know, like, I don't know what it is about the album. It's just, it's, there's, I don't think there's a, another perfect piece of music besides that. You know what? Ever made. It wasn't until I got the vinyl of what's going on where I understood the full body of how dope that album is. Because yeah. if you listen to it on vinyl, that's the reason why I love vinyl records to begin with. Because it's like you, you step in a time capsule. Because mm-hmm. you listen to it how they listen to it. They didn't have digital where it could just go. They had to get up and flip it and make sure it was right on course and everything. Yeah. So, But if you listen to it, the first part of the album that's on the side A mm-hmm. Is all them songs right into he gets to like holy, like holy, like where it slows yeah. down. And then if you flip it, that's where it starts off and it's slower. And then it goes into more of the churchy, uh, earthy, mercy, mercy, all them songs. But then yeah. it stops. All the sl- it just goes. And then it, the way it's broken down is just perfect. Yeah. And you could just tell it's two different parts of an album. But if you listen to it on a digital copy, it just sounds continuous. Yes. And that's when I was like, this nigga Marvin thought of everything. I don't I don't think there's a better <laughs> album than that there ever, ever made. There isn't. You know what I'm very surprised about, Big C, with you? I knew, In your I, list? What's up? There's no Michael Jackson on I knew there. you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And you know why? Why? Because I want to say Thriller mm-hmm. is a one that shaped my life. Mm-hmm. But I can't take any of the other albums out. I feel you. I think it got me to understand music, but all these gave me music. Yeah. Like, Michael Jackson was like the door. Like, okay, you want to... Here's some tight shit. He's the best, but mm-hmm. Thriller is the greatest pop album of all times. Mm-hmm. Forever. There'll never be nothing. Yeah. Quincy Jones at his peak. Yeah. And he was 60. Yep. <laughs> Teaching Young Mike, who was... Solo coming off of one album that was good, but it, you know it was good. It was off the wall, but I love no. off the wall. Mm-hmm. Off the walls is funky. It's off a disco, yeah. But but Thriller, he was. Nah, I'm in my bag. Like I'm mm-hmm. about to do this shit, Mike. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> they still trying to put me with my brothers and do shows. Mm-hmm. Like I'm Mike. I'm me. Like stop trying to put me with these niggas. I'll, I'll dance them and I'll sing them. I've been doing this since I was ten. It's true. And, and, then, did that. and then he did the moonwalk Motown 25 and ain't look back since. The check went up. <laughs> he did. <laughs> the bag went up. The bag directly went up. Directly after that, that moonwalk. That moonwalk, <laughs> it was like 1 million, 2 million, 3 million. <laughs> Every walk. It just went up. Every walk. So I, have to, I, I respect that. That's my honorable mention. So okay. thrillers are my honor. I don't know if you're done. My fault. I didn't want to cut you off. I had no, two that, honorable well, that mentions. Was my, uh, that was my uh, last of the, of the one, of the five. My honorable mention is thriller. Okay. And love below. Outcast, mm. Love Below. Okay. Like, I like that. Love Below. That I don't even I want to say speaker box, but you know, why'd you drop a bomb? Because like I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to pace myself because I really respect speaker box, uh-huh. but love below was just something you I've never heard before. Okay. Speaker box was a good ass hip hop album that I've heard before though. I have an outcast on my honorable mention. Who's your honorable mention? Uh Equimini. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. You put me on that album, no clap. Yeah, no cap. That, you put that me album on that. was crazy. I, mean, I went to Europe for my first time when I was like uh, in ninth grade, and my my sister's boyfriend at the time, he was like when we was riding around, he was playing that, and I was like, my mind was just fucked up listening to it because I grew up on Outkast, but like I'd never heard that CD. Yeah, yeah. And I could just kind of like you know how some shit just like slipped through. Like, yeah. Yeah. I remember 
uh, AT Aliens, and then uh, what's the shit with bombs over Baghdad? Uh, Stankonia. Stankonia. Yeah. But like that middle ground, I like never heard that. Exactly. And I heard, went back and heard that. I was like, whoa. Exactly. These niggas is on some other shit. Man. Organized, crazy. Mm-hmm. Another honorable mention of mine is uh, Wu Tang 36 Chambers. Enter the Dirty Six. It's very hip hop of you. Now, I'm going to be real. <laughs> I'm going to be real. Why? <laughs> I just discovered how great that album was this year. It's crazy. Okay. As a DJ, I know. A nigga, but what the fuck? That ain't hip hop. Where's the <laughs> ghost face and Ray Kung? Like, I get it. All right. I know. But from watching the Hulu show mm-hmm. and then watching the Showtime documentary, I felt like I gained a personal one way relationship with all of them. <laughs> like, I knew them more personal. I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. I never understood it. It just seemed like a bunch of niggas that rap really good together, and that was it. Mm-hmm. They're all great, but I don't, I don't yeah, get Ghostface, it. Ghostface, my nigga, I fuck with Ghostface. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I understand why Ghostface is the way he is from watching the show. I understand why he has his flow. I understand ODB's part in the group. I understand everyone's role, mm-hmm. and then when listening to it with how RZA put them all together, mm-hmm. it's it's perfect. It's literally a perfect hip hop album. Like even if you're not hip hop, you can listen to it, and he's like. These niggas was on some. They were trying to like take, and they're all young, yeah, all not on. It's a great CD. Like, and you I, told me you own that album. Yeah, like, I've, I've been listening to that since since six years old. My sister's eight years older than me, so anything she was listening to, I was listening to. So I've been on Wu Tang since I can remember. Wow. Yeah. And then last honorable mention is Carlos Santana, Supernatural. How many honorable mentions did you have? Twelve. I'm a DJ. I'm a DJ. Sorry, like, I had, name I had, I had, twenty I had albums. Bring a list of five, but I'm gonna have a list of thirty. <laughs> Carl, Carlos Santana, Supernatural, just a great, great, one of the greatest comeback albums of all times. He was forty, or no, he was like fifty or sixty. Did you say Carl Santana? Carlos Santana. Okay, that you said Carl. Carl Santana. <laughs> I'm sorry, his, his brother. <laughs> yeah, man. So um, that's that's my that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Any honorable it's, mentions? It's 25, for you? 25. Any other honorable mentions, Ray? Uh, yeah, I have a whole bunch on here. <laughs> um, we can knock them in real quick. The best of Sade. Can that count? Come on, man. Hey, we're not gonna talk about what he said before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it can, it just name any playlist that you like. <laughs> Alright, best of shout out. You're right. Because I do love that two disc album. Mm-hmm. That particular All Slaps. All Slaps. Yep. Um Kanye West Late Registration. My man. <laughs> <laughs> uh what else do I have on here? Uh Wiz Khalifa, Prince of the City 2. Ooh. I was gonna say Wiz Khalifa Cushion Orange Juice, but I didn't want to get roasted because I said one more honorable bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Wiz Khalifa Cushion Orange Juice 2 made me go from smoking like a little eighth. Every now and then to now I'm like, okay, I need a zip a day. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Fuck it. I'm sick of this bullshit. <laughs> Niggas out here blowing gas. Uh, <laughs> I was in, that was my junior year when that came out, bro. That shit was so lit. Cushion uh, that, that, so that was juice. huge then. Yeah. Man. Right, high school, high, I can't imagine that. It was too much. Yeah, like, that's crazy. I have a question. The morning it came out, or the night it came out, what did you do for your launch? I want everyone's launch because I know what I did. Okay. What did you do when Cushion Orange Juice dropped? Man, I remember just listening to it on that piff, and then once I heard Get Up, Bitch, I lost my mind. And I listened <laughs> to that like 20 times. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was just running around my house screaming, Get Up, Bitch. Like, it was I too love, late. I love uh, 20 times. Whenever you listen to something that many times back to back. When I listened to Cushion Orange Juice for the first time, I was in Clark. Mm-hmm. Sophomore, freshman, I don't remember one of them two. And literally, 
I, our, everybody in the campus knew it was going down. The trap was booming. Everyone knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. And Wiz was like God at this time. Like they knew <laughs> he was like, oh, he's dropping something. So if you sold weed, you made the most money you made that weekend. Everybody was buying. Even if you didn't smoke, it was like 420. Yeah. And then it dropped and then the internet crashed. <laughs> so only like, 10 people had it because it just fucked up. Our whole internet fucked up to get it. Yeah. So then we all huddled up in each other's rooms and it was just like the biggest hot box in Atlanta, Georgia in, in dorms that were illegal. We mm-hmm. could have all got thrown out of college. But we were all smoking. We were like, fuck it. And we all sat there. <laughs> and you would think like everybody was like, man, there's about to be hella females in there. We about to be smashing. about to be tight. Mm-hmm. We all had all these plans, right? Three blunts in. By the time it got to up, Niggas is laid out, yeah. <laughs> laid out, hugged up, chilling, cushed out, cooped, cushed out. and I was just like, "This nigga's great." And then um, the last uh, where he spits one of his one of my favorite Wiz songs on Cushion Orange was spits where he spits like his hardest bars to me. Um, oh, with the the bass guitar on there. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh. uh... Off your mattress, fool. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know the bars Come on, pull it up right now. Pull up cushion on your thinking. I know. I'm on. I'm looking at the buttons. I just can't talk. I think it's track 17. The outro. No. Let me see. It's not the song with Spit. Don't worry man. about another nigga. Why I'm getting my homie? I ain't good got dang. the time. It's called Good Dang. Yep. Thank yeah. you. I just Facing had to see it. Facing the clouds, my that song. Yeah, when that I heard hard. that, I almost shed it a tear. Never been was you crazy. You don't want to see me fly. You put your arms out and just, <laughs> just feel it. Nah, it was wild. <laughs> I just remember the next day at school, like everybody pulling up, slapping it. Everyone just talking about it in class. Like it was crazy. Like. That's wild, man. I was at my house, uh, and it, it was it was such a good feeling to know that like it's the mansion too. Yeah, we had the mansion. <sighs> I remember downloading it in the morning. We had so much weed at the house because it it was it was we were like a part of from Wiz got dropped from his label. Yeah, flight school. Uh, what was the CD after that? Uh, uh, Burn after rolling. Yeah. Burn after, after rolling. Yeah. Uh, what's the first album like impromptu album? Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. And then, and then, like, that time after, because it's interesting to see, like, the growth of an artist, like, the shows and everything like that. And then when he dropped that, I was just like, fuck, bro. You could do anything. (laughs) This shit is all slaps. All slaps. That's what you call capitalizing when you're your most on. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's maximum capitalization. It was beautiful. And, And I just... He made me, he made everyone like who betted on him like happy. Yeah. Cause it was like, if at that, before that, like it was Wiz Khalifa fans. And then it was like people who kind of knew of Wiz Khalifa fans. Yeah. And like people knew, but it was like, ah, you guys are just a bunch of stoners. Like, only yeah. stoners. Yeah. Cushion Orange Juice, niggas who wasn't even smoking weed <laughs> loved Cushion Orange Juice. <laughs> yep. Everybody it's true. had like that. It's true, man. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. tw- the 10-year anniversary is coming up. Yeah, man. And you guys got that collab coming together. Yeah, man. We're just curating everything, so everything just looks A1, you know what I'm saying? Looking, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a man of high class and high taste. So, <laughs> you know, we've already done a lot of shaping, what I feel like, as far as, like, clothing-wise, like, uh, pushing a brand behind an artist. Yeah. I feel like we have, like, a, a big part in that. Like with Wiz, you do. before Kanye was doing it, before do. Drake was doing it, like we showed people like you're not supposed to have your name on your shirt. People don't want to wear that; they want to wear like they're part of your team. Mm. You know, like that's the way you're supposed to build a brand. 
not like <laughs> think it's Jay Z. I'm wearing <laughs> Jay Z shirts. Like people are gonna use that to fucking mow the lawn and then throw it in the back of their closet. Exactly. Like if you want pieces that people are that are just timeless and they're gonna you know watch after them if it's ever lost or stolen they're gonna be mad. Then you gotta build the brand and I feel like us having part in that. It's only gonna make this this new phase of it just like more swagged out. Like the templates yeah. and shit that we got is just crazy. It's gonna be crazy. And I'm glad it's uh ten years cause you see how far like you have to sustain and keep reinventing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, cause Wiz had like a a bunch of like um stages that he was at. Yeah. You know, being like the underdog, then being the most on. Yeah. And then being a part of like Hollywood. Yeah. And now would you say like I was talking about this with Grant. He's like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Wiz is probably the coolest nigga of all the rappers. Like the way that he transitioned his swag and like how people revere him, yeah. he's probably the coolest nigga of all. As far as it's cool and everyone loves Wiz. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, low key, maybe you Wiz. may be right, low key. Yeah, and he has like a good. Probably one of the. It looks like the one of the funnest labels. Yeah, straight up. This looks fun. Yeah, <laughs> it, looks, it looks lit. It's, this is how you navigate through Hollywood, people. You know what I'm saying? Follow, following the steps of the niggas that <laughs> that have that have done it before. You know exactly. Yeah, and he has the and he took the OG Juicy J and he was like, all right, yep. And yeah, the game man. was like, <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh my god! Speaking oh, of, speaking of honorable that mention, Rubber Band Business Two. Oh my god, I love that CD. <laughs> <laughs> That for sure Man I was in high school And that came out too It was just oh too lit god, It was what? too lit bro There's... Stoner's Nights Oh my god When we were when we, Stoner's Nights We were on Smokers Club Tour 2012 When he dropped Blue Dream and Lean So he was still doing songs Like Rubber Band Business too And the shows was just So crazy bro Right, that was a good time. Oh my god, sure. good and lord! Swag. Swag. Hey man, so shout out Juicy J, man, yeah, man. and um, it's been a good show, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, people got to hear about uh, a little lot background. Of, yeah, the background of like uh, of, of how how we are, the way that we are. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and you know, I think that's what music does for us man it does for most people like mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how many different songs or albums help shape you you know yeah. yep. so in the end keep listening to music keep getting your vibes on yep and uh definitely for all your podcast needs audio and visual go to productiveculture.com backslash podcast and how did you hear about a section put in argoon radio for that special discount and uh, have your shit sounding good and looking like this. You feeling know? good, feeling great. Hello. Oh, <laughs> and uh, for all your clothes accessories, go to utblifestyle.shop. Yep. Still got some fall stuff available. Are we? A couple stragglers. A couple? Yeah. We got the rehab coming in? I mean, I'm just going to keep asking. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is. Yes. It's it coming. coming. It's coming. It's going to be a little different, and yeah, but it's coming. No Holiday season. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm, I'm for sure getting that 3X. I know. <laughs> I already know. For sure. And uh, also that Taylor Gang sh- uh, Shark yeah. TV hoodie yeah. is Taylor, available. TaylorGang.com store. Wizz's picks. Or run it Scroll up. It out. Run it up. And then, yeah, 10 uh, year anniversary. We're going to be curating a lot of stuff. We got a whole bunch of other stuff, which I can't talk about. I'm until, trying to get the exclusive, yeah. Tell us in contract, but you know, we. Uh, 2020 is going up. And you going to have that, that uh, juices, natural juices and berries? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I don't even know what I want to call I got to think of some of that swagged out name. Hey, yo, can we get a vote on what we should call Reams Natural Juices yep. Yeah, I want to hear some, I wanna hear some good names, man. Yeah. Put them in the in comments. In the comments. <laughs> I want to hear. And uh, any final words, uh, Marshall? Nah, man. Yeah, it's just feeling Stay good. Black. Stay black. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. If you see me this uh, 
fall, you're going to see me getting the fit off. You're going to see me drunk. And you're going to see me turning up. If you see me past 8 p.m., that's what I'm on. So, so don't judge me. Biggest dog. <laughs> Big I'm only dog. judging you if I see you drinking eggnog. <laughs> Thank you. Please judge me if and I'm drinking eggnog. going to have a big-ass jug of eggnog. <laughs> I'm going to be off that fine beer hard, Big C. I'm going to be off that fine wine hard. I'm going hard from, from now until January 31st. Yes. Turning it up. Because it is now flex season. Yes, it's time, baby. You flex. You get you, you At the daytime, you get your work done. Yes. And you go out and flex. <laughs> That's what happens. For sure, man. But um, also, for this podcast and Big Cali World, go to BigCaliWorld.com. It's available on all streaming services and YouTube. Subscribe. Share a friend, mm-hmm. comment, yep. rate, review, you know, all that stuff. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, it's another day. Feeling good, feeling great. So, <laughs> it's the man with the plan. I ain't Clark Kim, but some of the ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy, Big Cali. It's your boy, Dream Half Rare Art going two steps, Shawty. It's your boy, Marshall. And it's Argo Radio. Let's get it. You're tuned into Argoon Radio, brought to you by UTB Worldwide. Download our app, available in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's just a lifestyle. Don't trip. <laughs>